Hello there, I'm Dimski from Belgium and people always tell me I'm a piece of shit. So when the boys at the Star Wars Sessions told me about the Fly on the Wall podcast, I reckoned shit equals fly. So now I've found these two fucking duds who are even worse than me. And I've finally found something to listen to while I'm masturbating. So to all the listeners out there, it's the ground. him he's getting sun out of the car could be a dildo could be a blow up man could be his guitar could be his gimp could be a small African child he's just adopted go mate taking a new podcast yeah Yes. This is me and Keith's show. Oh, good, good stuff. <laughs> Come you in, got mate. him in your pocket. Do you need a hand? <laughs> Keith, yeah, no, he's just hiding in the bush there. Oh, good one. Yeah. <laughs> in my <laughs> neighbour's bush. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought I'd get stuck in and come and greet you. Why not, eh? Yeah. How was, is everyone going? I was watching you from the window over there. My bedroom window had all the lights off so you couldn't see me. <laughs> You've been waiting there long? Oh, Whispering into the... Probably only about six and a half hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, at least it's not as bad as last time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Three days. Three days without much. food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bit of a test on this. And without orgasming, actually. Yeah. So long time. Well, Blue balls. Now, Blue balls, mate. Yeah. Don't speak to her. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's being punished. They're just for. Oh, a bit of chippies, eh? Put a bit of machine head on for you. You know they were named after this album? Yeah, it's an interesting choice. Yeah, it's a great, great uh, band name. The Space Trucking. Yeah, Space Trucking's probably my favourite on this album, actually, to be honest. What's yours? Hasn't got your favourite Deep Purple song. No, it hasn't. It? Space Trucking's good. Yeah, I love I it. I think I'd probably prefer Space Trucking. Anything else, to be honest? Yeah. So, you're listening to Flying Wall Podcast. You're listening to Fly on the Wall podcast. What are you doing right now, Kiki? Uh, I'm slaving away in the kitchen. <laughs> Dad always makes me. Punishment. For <laughs> <laughs> waking up too late. Or early. Hey. Or too punctually. You want a drink? Yes, please. What would you like? I don't mind. Get you to hold the recording device. Okay. Hi, everyone. You're following me around. I can okay. Yeah, that's true. Nothing different to usual, guys. Nothing different to usual. Straight out of the kettle, apparently. You want coffee? Yeah, just throw it in there, mate. I'll take it <laughs> take it through the spout. It's for a change. It's a noise, Antoinette, that I do it this way. My wife. Rather than just taking the lid off. 
Yeah. So he's filling the uh, kettle through the nozzle. Spout. Spout. Yep. <laughs> Tubular. Extraction device. Yeah. So we capture. I didn't both. know you were talking. You weren't talking. Capture us both. You were too busy Not talking just about the you. kettle. <laughs> I thought, nah, quality hey. control needs to step in here. Is your head cold tonight, mate? Yeah. No, she's got a blanket wrapped around it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Full rag head. Yeah. Yeah. Joining the Taliban. That's it for oh, me. Yep. Is that racist? Probably. Nah. It's a telly bit. It's, it's a telly tummy. It's religious. It's really mature. Really what? Mature. Yeah. He said, I said what's annoying. All sorts of dealings going on. Know. Yep, this is all on the podcast. Oh. Yeah. This is recording, you know. Oh. Do you want to just pause it for a minute? Uh, no. So okay. he's being really mature right now. Yeah, this because is Kira Lee's four year old boyfriend. <laughs> I said what's annoying me, and he said he's going to work on it. Oh, really? Okay, that's good. That's good. So basically, he's just doing what he's told. <laughs> Talking about his motorbike. I'm going to work on it. Right. I don't know. Yeah, young love, eh, Warren? Me and you know all about it. Yeah, we do, we mate. We fell in love back we in the do. day. <laughs> back in 1990, what? 94, Five, mate, 94. It was the year of love. <laughs> we were all over each other like a rat. <laughs> Thank goodness it was only bum fluff and not actual yeah. stubble. Me and uh, another bad. little brick called Simon were always fighting over who gets to sit next to Big Woz. Yeah, that's Big it. Woz just got his wang out and said, yeah. line up, boys. <laughs> I'm here all day. And I bet you've been regretting that decision ever since. I haven't been able to sit down since. Yeah. So I just sit on the side, sort of sit on one cheek. I favour my left cheek. Right. Is that why it's so muscular? Yeah, yeah. The other is just more like a giant scrotum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not even giant. Like, it's still normal sized. Yeah. And then the other buttocks. <laughs> yeah, it's quite, quite visual. Quite yeah. visual. Um, so here going. Yeah, good. So we rampant. got together. I'm always rampant when I'm in my house. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed um, to anywhere else. Anywhere else I go, I'm a bit more laid back. Right. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. You must find that. Yeah, I do. You shaved your head tonight, Warren? No. Have last you? time, mate. Just the other day. <laughs> I thought you might have done it recently. <laughs> eh? <laughs> and why would that Flirt have been? with me again, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> I know you love a fresh scone. You have one sugar or two sugars? One. Okay, yeah. That's all right. Yeah. I know you like a fresh, blank. bald scone, don't I you? I do, I do. Hey? Um, what have My got? daughter sent me a message oh, yeah? today. Yeah, I, yeah. I messaged her to see how they were. They've been yeah. at home because it is, of course, the holidays. Oh, yeah. Easter Morning. holidays. Happy Easter for all of you that support it. Yeah, or if you had a long weekend just because you could, yeah. uh, I hope you enjoyed that. Yeah. And if you didn't get to do anything and it was just a standard, regular weekend... Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Sent her a message just to ask how their day was going. And we did the normal run-of-the-mill sort of thing. We replied as you'd expect. And then at the very end, she said, Dad, why are you bald? <laughs> and I, Why are you bald? I said... For a myriad of reasons. Yep. Did you give any reasons? No. Why do you think? Just a myriad of ah, a myriad of reasons. (laughs) Stress. I think it's a well. I think it's. (laughs) I just lost the back bit then. (laughs) Yeah, loud noises. Yeah. um, Soft noises. Yep. Um, No noise. Yeah, no noise. No noise. Uh, I just get stressed. No, is it just because your dad's got a good head of hair, isn't he? It's down to his waist. (laughs) <laughs> but only from the, the, the ear level Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just yeah He's a cue ball on top yeah. But cousin it from it's the ears down It's crazy how uh, it works No, and your I, dad's 
from memory, Dad's got all this. He has, but they say it's on the maternal grandfather. Oh, yeah, skips a generation. Yeah, yeah. so uh, my my granddad on my mum's side did actually have very thin hair on top. Yeah. But he did that thing where he grew it quite a bit still, what was there, and just combed it. Not over, not a comb over, but he just still kept it there and slicked it back. Did you like him? My granddad? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was quite nice. Yeah. (laughs) Good, because I was going to say a derogatory joke, but no, I no. won't because you like him. See what okay. I did there? Qualified. I did. Him. I had a qualified. For some reason, I've always put him in the same uh, visual category as Sean Connery. Oh, really? He no, always, to me, he always a, had... That's quite a, what's the word I'm thinking of, Warren? Uh, high praise, echelon praise. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's quite the... It's uh, high praise. Something. It's um, quite a word. Well, that's the kind of quality you get in my family, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And did he look like Sean Connery? I felt that he did. In his oh, wedding okay. photo yeah. to my, my grandma, yeah. uh, I felt that he looked like a 60s-era Bond. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure if him. I met him in the day, yeah. I wouldn't have thought it. Oh, okay. But to yeah. me as a child, when I looked at him, I always just thought, because we used to watch you know, Bonds when yeah, we were yeah. young. Um, I don't know. I've always thought of them sort of as the same. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Isn't it funny? um, I remember seeing... um, So I grew up with... When I was in England, I grew up with my uncle Peter and aunt Dolly. Yeah. Right? She was called Dolly because her She husband, wasn't actually a doll, was she? She was Luke? a real doll. Yeah. yeah, she was one of those ones that cost $30,000. Yeah. But back in the day, it was, it was timber. Like 10 pounds. Made of timber. 10 pounds made of timber. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. But remarkably uh, lifelike. Yeah. No, because she was... Because um, he, he coined it. Yeah. He said it because she was like a porcelain doll. She was so white, but oh. so, like, you know, crystal clear skin and oh, okay. all that kind of stuff. Anyway... Um, so I grew up with them when I was little, from you know birth to age seven before yeah. I moved here. Always knowing them as an old couple, yeah. you know, old people, yeah. you know, like my grandma and my granddad, uh, because they were my great aunt and uncle. And uh, uh, when he came here, so she passed away unfortunately. But when he came here, he brought a photo album with him, and he was ancient by this time, he right. was in his eighties or something. Yeah. But he brought a photo album with him and showed me his wedding photos of him and Aunt Dolly. And she was absolutely stunning. Oh. Like, absolutely. I knew her as this little old woman who sat in her armchair, yeah. all yeah. sort of hunched up and all that kind of stuff, and didn't obviously didn't think she was stunning. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but in her wedding Aunt photo... Aunt Dolly. <laughs> yeah, she was... I said, Uncle Peter, I'm going to take this photo That's to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no, but yeah, she. Honestly, oh, hey, you got it out already, mate. <laughs> honestly, she um, so pretty, like a movie star, and that's oh. what made me think of it when you said James. Oh, Bond. that's beautiful. Yeah, and I think there's something about those older photos, the way that they, I don't know, the way they had people pose. Yeah, the certain, I don't know, noble look that people had. I don't know. They were in like certain an old style. Rolls Royce, the old oh, 1930s one. Yeah, with uh, like a, it was a convertible one. Yeah, or had the canopy pulled back, you yeah. know. And yeah, the way they were posed was very posed. Yeah, but it was like a movie. It was like a silver screen oh. movie star. Well, that's know? rather beautiful. But then he, unfortunately, was definitely not an attractive man okay. at any stage of his life. Well, you know what? He massive must... ears, massive nose, small head, small body. So like you, <laughs> it must have been down to charisma. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, he oozed charisma. Right. All over me I was when gonna... I was a young boy. That is repulsive, yeah. I've got to say. I remember one year uh, we got so many Christmas eggs and stuff for yeah. the kids that we still had leftovers the following year. Right, Christmas eggs? 
Is that what I said? Yeah. Oh. Did you want to have it instead I of mean, Easter Thanksgiving this year? eggs? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, mate. Can you eat chocolate with coffee? Do you, you don't mind doing that? Yeah. Okay. Lovely. I find I lose the because I have sugar in my coffee. I find yeah. I lose the flavour of the coffee if I eat coffee if I eat chocolate. Oh, it, it weakens the sweetness of the coffee, but I'm yeah. I, you know what? I push through. You know, I push through it, mate. I mean, it's a torturous thing, but it's just true. Yeah. The palate yeah. cleanser with professional chocolate tasters yeah. is sperm. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Is um, That's tea quite a... actually? Great. A cup of tea. I have a cup of tea between each serving of chocolate. Yeah. Good excuse. I feel like I've said that on the podcast before. You said a few things before, mate. Hey, I've got to tell you something later. Yeah, all right. Not right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of it then. Uh, if, you, yeah. if you enjoy being a fly on the wall, yeah, keep going. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. There's lots to come in this show. Yeah. Um, so we've got another movie re- review coming yeah. up. Um, did you enjoy Matt's um, review on Leon last last I week? I did actually. Yeah, he's a good. And I've got to say, mate, you were very um, modest about your own. Mine. Yeah, you were modest about it. I think you felt that you went on and on a bit. I did. But that's you know that's why people listen to this. I've got to say, fine. I enjoyed both. <laughs> okay. Cool. I thought they were both. Uh, they you. both had something to offer. Yeah. Um, and I think you gave it a suitably detailed one given that you've been a fan for so long and it yeah. is your favourite movie. You tell so, I was stroking it when I was talking about it. I could, yes. Yeah, but at yeah. the same time, I don't mind that. So yeah, I suppose, yeah, you know. Yeah. You don't like watching it, but you love listening to I it. I love listening. Yeah, I'm, yeah, what's that, that, ASMR? You know, that <laughs> ultra sensitive <laughs> Audio stimulant yeah, that's massage it. rebuke? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, I feel like Matt's a great guy. Yeah. Really Thanks, cool Matt. guy, and we're going to continue. So we've got one tonight as well, and we're reviewing um, uh, a movie on Netflix called His House. It's a horror movie. <clears throat> anyway, more of that later. Um, his voice reminds me of Bill Oddie's. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's got that husky yeah, English yeah, thing yeah. going oh, on. I can see what Quite you mean. Warm. There. Yes. And um, welcoming yep. and easy to listen to. And know? I don't want to project an image of uh, our, our dear friend. Mm. Um, but yes, when you say that, I conjure a small stone and timber cottage oh. in the Cotswolds. Yep. Um, and he's brewing a, a, a kettle of tea mm-hmm. over a, an open flame. Yep. Um, there's a few dried herbs on the windowsill. Yep. But there's also fresh kill by the door. And a cellar. Yeah, and I, I don't mean say, a human. I, <laughs> I mean like a, a cellar bu- full of dead bodies. Yes. As well. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought maybe just a hair. And he does the whole halal thing. Oh. Cuts their throats and bleeds them out. Right. Yeah, before he eats them. He won't, he won't eat them unless all their blood is drained Awfully properly. considerate of him, yeah, I yeah. would say. Yeah. Yeah. He's a masochist, this <laughs> guy. <laughs> no, nah. nah, he's a really nice fella. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and, and uh, we uh, plan on continuing um, each week, if we can, if we can squeeze a movie in, both of us. Um, uh, yeah. As a literal thing for the ongoing... How would you future. squeeze a movie in? Like, these days we're lucky because they're in an electronic file. Yeah. If you were given a DVD... I guess you'd have to break it up a bit. And I you? had to get it into my body. You had to. You said, I have to squeeze a movie in today. I'd definitely... You'd take would, it out of the case, I'm assuming. I reckon I'd... I wouldn't go through the arse. That would be a rule of mine. Okay. I wouldn't try to insert broken up DVD just the eye into of my anus. <laughs> yeah. Or the eye of the penis. Now, what I'm thinking... Right. Is make kind of a smoothie with it. Right. Put it in the blender with oh, some milk okay. and some chocolate sauce. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Yeah. 
small shards of CD. Yeah, and then just right. swat, drink it fast, yeah, gulp fast. it down, so yep. you don't feel the sharp And cold. Edges. Make sure it's nice and cold. Yeah, cold. And so thick, the pain... Very thick as well. Like so the pain shape. won't register. Nah, you'll, no, you'll just feel some scraping on your throat <laughs> yeah. and not really be aware of it until you're drowning in your own blood right. later that night Brilliant. in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I'd probably say, all right, well, maybe I could buy specifically a small USB stick. Oh, yeah. Just for the purpose. Oh, and push it straight up your ass. Well, yeah. Suppository. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's our matter of that wall. Yeah. What else? And with any luck, I'll charge it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's my thought. Now, we've got two movie reviews again. Okay. Remember last week we had two? Yeah. Is this it's we're becoming what a movie now. podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so who's 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 uh, who's co-hosting the podcast tonight, you, mate? <laughs> yeah, so I was just going to say I'm going to keep bringing in other mm. people yeah. to host the show with me. Mm. All these different segments. Mm. So basically, it leaves about three minutes for you and I to talk. Right. And then eventually, you'll be like, I don't know if it's really any worth me getting together. Yeah. And I'll be like, Are you sure, buddy? Are you sure? Yeah. And then just let you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so me, you, mm. Keith, and Glenn got together on the weekend. Shoot some pool. Yeah. Um, Nothing else. Play some video on. games. I didn't play video games. So you guys did. I played 1942. That's all I played. That looked good, actually. Yeah. I wouldn't mind giving that a go. I've got it, actually, on my console thing, too. Um, but then, yeah, um, you and Glenn departed. Yes. And Keith and I did a movie review of Dawn of the Dead. Excellent movie. With your permission, kind sir, I'll play that now. Go for it. G'day guys, this is Luke from Flying the Wall Podcast. I'm actually at Keith's house tonight. We've had a few drinks and uh, there was a full-on party going at one stage, wasn't there, Keith? But what yeah. happened? What happened, mate? Uh, fucking Warren pulled the plug, didn't he? <laughs> he just goes, oh, yeah, I'm not feeling well. <laughs> you go, what? Uh, but, I mean, it's fair in a way if he's not feeling yeah, I get, up to yeah, it. Yeah, but <clears throat> how's Glenn's excuse? I mean, yeah, he's got houses to look at tomorrow. So, so he's going it? house hunting, isn't he? Yeah. And I guess uh, he needs his sleep, so no. it's kind of fair. No. Nah. No? Nah. Keith's not happy. No. Nah. Fuck, what time is it? It's. They said, oh, I've got to go at 10 o'clock. 10.30, yeah. Oh, yeah, so I know I can get home and get the right amount of sleep for the day. In all no, fairness, now, what? look, like, yes, it's disappointing that they've left and everything, but in fairness, there has been nights when you've pulled the plug pretty early because yeah. you just want to go to Especially, bed. like, early on in our friendship, I was, yeah. I was, I'd <laughs> pike it at, like, 8 o'clock, 8.30, yeah, I was gone. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. But here you are, you and me. Sitting down, they're, they're fucked off. Yeah, yeah. So what are we doing tonight instead? Instead of rocking out with our cocks out, what are we doing? Well, you and I just decided to uh, review the 2004 Dawn of the Dead film. Fuck yeah. This is my all-time favourite horror movie. It is a remake of uh, George A. Romero's 1978 version of Correct. the same title. Correct. Um I saw this at the movie and saw it three times in total at the movies. Really? At the cinema um, because I loved it so much. It For me, it's got everything a good horror movie yeah, should have. for sure. Including zombies. Yep. Um, including lots of gore, but a really good story, really good acting yeah. as well. You know? I, I agree. I think um, we're just saying that there's not really that many special effects in the thing. It's a lot mm. of... Um, prosthetics. They employed a lot of uh, amputees yeah. to play zombies as well. Um, and the zombies in these uh, zombies in this movie is zombies that you don't normally see in other zombie movies. Like these ones are fast, aggressive. Yeah, I like that. Zombies. Well, the the whole theory behind these ones is that um, 
the older they get, so the longer they've been dead, is the yeah. slower they get and they're more decrepit and falling yeah, apart. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and, makes decom- sense. And, and decomposing and stuff yeah. like that. And I think that's the same as uh, Walking Dead. I think they took on that kind of philosophy yeah, with the zombies as well. Yeah, in yeah. So I love the fact that in this movie that they're fast. Yeah. There's, a, there's a dude, I don't know if you remember, he's missing an arm. And it's when they're closing the door to the mall. Uh, yeah. And he just fucking piss bolts at the door. Yep. And like he sees him closing the door and he just runs at him so fast. And you're like, oh, shit, shit, shit. So for me, that's one of the scariest elements about this movie is that, mm. is that they're fast moving zombies. Whereas yeah. the 1978 version, they're all slow. They are very slow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love, I just love that whole concept of the fast zombies. Like you, yeah. like you would normally uh, be able to outwalk. A zombie, you know, yeah, or just push yeah, them the away. But this zombie. one, yeah. nah, forget it, mate. Some people would argue, like the movie Twenty Eight Days Later. Oh yeah, uh, fast zombies. Say, yeah, I, I don't agree that they're exactly zombies. They're infected yeah, with the virus. That's why, that's why I think as well. Um, yeah. But these guys have died and come back to they're life. Definitely dead. Definitely yeah. dead. And you know, one of my favourite things about this movie as well is the opening scenes. The the whole way it starts before mm. the actual credits start. The movie starts. Mm. Now, that's pretty rare. So you get straight into this, the theme of it and the scenes and all that kind of stuff long before the credits start rolling, and I reckon that's really yeah. cool. And, it, you know, like it, when they, they go, they follow the nurse and they go to back to her house and then they wake up in the morning and then yeah. suddenly, um, what's her name? Little, the little girl, I've got her name now. Charlotte, uh, Scarlet. Yeah, we'll call her that. Violet. We'll something. call her that. We'll watch. We'll, we'll like update that. the uh, review later. Yeah, I reckon <laughs> usually what me and Glenn will do when we've done like the um, Tarantino ones is that we come in, we start at the beginning, we come in in the middle in like yeah. an intermission, then we come at the end. But I reckon yeah. maybe we do like quarterly. You reckon? Yeah, okay. Just every now and then we sort yeah. of come in and have a bit more of a chat. Happy to do so. Yeah. All right, so we're going to crack on with uh, Dawn of the Dead. Is it Zack Snyder? Isn't it? Yes, directed by Zack Snyder. Uh, written by James Gunn. Cool. But like you said before, it's a remake of George A. Ramiro's 1978. Have you seen the 78 version? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. I have not. No. It's, very, it's similar-ish, but yeah, Zack Schneider has just made it. You say Schneider or Snyder? S- I, I say Snyder. but Yeah, I, th- I think I say Snyder. I don't know. Where's he from? I don't know. America? Yeah. <laughs> don't Probably know Snyder then. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm pretty pumped. Uh, I've watched this movie at least a couple of times a year. Really? Yeah. To it's me, been a few years since I've seen this. Actually, to me, this is like this is my what this is, this to me is what Aliens is to you. Oh, you know, I understand where you're coming from. You're then. obsessed with that movie, yeah. and you know it back to front. <coughs> I just saw it the other day. Actually, I'm yeah. pretty up there with this one. Like yeah. like uh, reviewed Leon in the last episode. Mm. Uh, yeah, this is up there with for me as far as yep. top ten movies, like all time favorite horror, but top ten movies. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. of all time, you know what we should all do. Time. One day we should have a bit of a roundtable. Me, you, Glenn, Warren, all sit down. Nah, they'll probably go home. <laughs> we'll do it nice and early. Yeah, okay, nice and okay. early before so the sun sets. Before the sun sets, <laughs> yeah. Um, and we'll all sit down and figure out the top ten movies Ooh, of all time. Okay, and we'll okay. you know we'll debate, we'll fucking clash, we'll cry, yeah, we'll bleed. But we'll yeah. get to the point where we figure out what are the all-time you know best ten movies of ever. We would ever. all probably agree on maybe three movies. Oh, I reckon it'd be more than three. Yeah, you think about like Predator, Aliens, Terminator. Yeah, some good ones in there. But I'd say I'd say Ghostbusters. I don't, Top I don't 10. know. Yeah. Fuck For off. sure. Yeah. See? <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's it top ten. But Star Wars is up there. Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. 
But then it's choosing which Star Wars would make it into the top ten. Would there be more than one? Oh, Phantom Star Wars? Menace, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke, yeah. listeners. Um, yeah, but I reckon we do that one day. But for now, we'll uh, crack on with 2004 yep. Dawn of the Dead. We'll do. We're 37 minutes into Dawn of the Dead 2004. Correct. It's fucking awesome. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> so you, when was the last time you reckon you saw it? Yeah, nah, probably 2018. I oh, really? Yeah. Okay, wow. It's been a while. Yeah. It's so what are, you, what are you thinking of the opening scene so far? So, uh, so for the listeners at home and those of you that may be familiar with the movie, um, the main group has gone into the, the shopping centre They've met the security guards and they're just having spending their first night in the shopping centre. Yeah, yeah. What are you? What are your thoughts so far? Yeah, I think it was. I was watching the counter. It was probably the first eleven minutes. It was n- like non-stop action. Yeah. Like she intense. was in the hospital, and then all of a sudden, this little girl was a Veronica. Uh, Vivian. 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 <coughs> Jumped on this guy's neck, ripped his neck open. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, spoiler alert, everyone, if you haven't seen it. Um, pretty and then it was just go, go, go. Yeah, yeah. For ages. It was great. I love it. It's really it pretty straight Lots into it. Lots of blood. And Ving Rhames, he's one of the mm. main key players in it. He plays a copper in this movie. Uh, we were talking off air that he hasn't really been in much of late apart no. from Mission Impossible. Yeah, he's he's really well known for his role as Luther in the Mission Impossible series. And I just looked up IMBD. He's in Mission Impossible 7 as well. So... Which is coming soon, is it? Yeah, there'll be. Uh, where, Probably yeah, there's seven of them now. Out soon. Yeah. Wow. I think it was actually due for release uh, last year, but COVID hit, so they oh, never. Okay. The post production never got finished. Um, but yeah, I've, I've seen him in a few movies. Um, Piranha. Oh yeah, three, yeah, that's right. Three Double D, I think it yep, was. Yep. He was in that. He was in People Under the Stairs. That's yeah. one of my favourite horror movies yeah. as well. Um, he plays a bit of a thug in that one and gets mm. uh, cons a young fella to go into this house that's full of crazy people. It's really cool. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. hasn't really done much. He must be just getting a paycheck from Mission Impossible <coughs> movies and that's it. I'd say so. I was, I was looking a lot of these characters as well, a lot of these actors haven't really gone on to do something massive. Yeah, which is surprising because they're all, I reckon, each and every one of them, the main ones in this movie, are great. They yeah. really play the role perfectly. Yep. CJ, yep. uh, the main uh, security dude. He's a prick. He is a prick, but he comes good in the end, and yeah. he's one of my favourites as well in this show. Yeah, he, ha- he seemed to hate everyone. He's all about himself, but um, yeah, you're right. He he does he does sort of become the hero. Yeah, towards right. the end. That's right. Yeah. Um, 
But we'll talk about that more when, uh, we, when will. we get there. We will. All right, let's crack on with more of Dawn of the Dead 2004. All right, this is Luke and Keith for Fly on the Wall podcast, episode 103. Doing a bit of a review on Dawn of the Dead 2004. Uh, we're at the point where the survivors in the mall have just decided that they're going to basically fix up a couple of uh, shuttle buses with um, some armoured stuff and some weapons and things like that, pick up their friend Andy from the gun store across the way and head off to the pier where they're hoping Mm. to find one of the characters, Steve's boat, and sail off to an (laughs) island. Um, Yeah, what are you thinking so far? Steve's an arsehole. Steve is an arsehole, but but he's one of the best characters. He's a a pinnacle character, isn't he? He's a comic relief, and he kind of... You need that cynic, you know? Yeah. Because not everyone's going to be like gung-ho and like, yeah, let's do this and we'll kick ass. You need that guy who's going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, you always need the comic relief, but he's done his... You know, in a smart-ass way, you just go, yeah, everyone just fucking laughs at him. Yeah, that's everyone right. Everyone just laughs at him. Yeah, yeah, but he's good. he owns a boat, so <laughs> we'll so keep the plan, him around. <laughs> the plan is far-fetched, I reckon. Um, yeah. But otherwise, like he, like like Ving Rhames said, there's some things worse than dying, and that's mm. sitting around in the fucking uh, shopping mall waiting to yeah. die, you know? So yeah. I reckon... I don't know. What do you reckon? Would you do that? What would you do if you're in this situation? You, you're trapped in a mall. You're <sighs> surrounded by zombies. What's your next move? Uh, I, I don't know that I would have thought that far ahead. I probably would have gathered all the food and supplies we could and then have a look, see how long that's going to last. Yeah, and try to play the waiting game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah hopefully, you know, maybe take shifts on the roof. Yeah. Um, to see what's happening. Maybe even um, starting some sort of contained fire on the roof. I yeah. know they've got the sign saying SOS and alive yeah. inside, but maybe having some steel drums or something set up and yep. you're burning some fuel. Yep. You know, or you, if you've got fuel, you just pour it all down the bottom, kill all the zombies off. Oh, that's a good idea, yeah. And then uh, walk across to Andy's. Yeah, perfect. And then, and then what? I don't know. <laughs> We've also had the scene with the babies, quite a oh. um, infamous scene from this movie. Yeah. Where yeah. one of the girls, uh, Luda, she was pregnant beforehand, uh, before the zombie infection kicked off. Mm. And, um, yeah, she's given birth to a zombie yeah. baby. She got bit and kept it secret. That's it, yeah. So Now, a pretty ugh. confronting scene. I remember first mm. seeing it at the cinema. And it wasn't so much the uh, or the puppet or whatever you want to call it, the actual zombie baby. Mm with all the makeup and stuff, but it was more when they showed a real baby at one point when she put the gun to its head. That's yeah. the scene that I was like, that's a real fucking baby, you know? Yeah. But all the close-ups and stuff, you can tell it's just a costume or whatever or CGI or whatever it was. But the, when it's a real baby with the gun, that was a, it was only like a quick couple of seconds. Yeah. But that you, was a bit too much. You just see it from, yeah, from the gun's perspective, looking down the barrel at the baby. And that was it. Yeah, really. yeah. How would you find it? Yeah, uh, the whole scene. I mean, this this because he changed the dad. I can't remember his name, but he changed. He 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 lost his mind because he knows his wife's now a zombie. He's looking at his baby who's a zombie. He's yeah. lost everything. Yeah. And one of the the older ladies has gone in to check on him, and there was a bit of a shootout, mm. and all of them are dead now. But yeah. the, even yeah, the baby. That was, uh, yeah, it was a bit hard. Yeah. But um, I just kept sort of thinking to myself, no, no, it's just just a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, right. it's not that's real. Right. Yeah. 
But like I said, I just found when they when it was a real image of a real baby and they had the gun there, I was like, I don't know, what kind mm. of parent would put their kid in a movie where, you know, like a gun's going to be pointing at its head? I don't know. I wouldn't be comfortable with putting my own baby in such a movie. <laughs> no, I don't think Not so. Not for any amount of money, no. you know? No. Yeah. Uh, it's, some people don't so, care, I suppose. Yeah, some, someone who only cares about money, I suppose. Yeah, it's true. Um, but, yeah, so uh, we're going to kick on with uh, the, the last quarter of Dawn of the Dead 2004. The um, the end scenes are phenomenal. It's basically a big chase, but we'll talk about it more after this short Roger break. That. All right, so Dawn of the Dead 2004 just finished. Um the survivors made it to an island, and yeah. turns out island's full of zombies. Yeah, Keith, I don't know if they survived for much longer. By the look of it, yeah. There's no real. Is there a sequel to this? Is it Day of oh, the Dead, or is yeah. I get a bit confused with them? There is, and then there's Land of the Dead. Yeah, um, but that doesn't really continue on with no, this guy, no, these guys' story, no, which no. I think there should be one coming yeah. out. Dawn yeah. of the Dead, two thousand and chapter two, four part two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Because I would like to know what happens to Ving Rhames and the, the blonde girl and the, the young couple, you know. But yeah, if uh, well, Ving Rhames, you know, he, he would have gone out in his normal fashion like a real hero. Yeah, just blast somehow. Him. Yeah. yeah. If we um, we went to Barilia Island not so long ago, if you remember mm, on I do. our hundredth episode yep. in your kayak and we went in a canoe. Yep. If we pulled up to Barilia Island and a whole bunch of zombies came charging out the bushes at us, what would you have done? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I would have tried to just jump back in the kayak and paddle out. Yeah. Um, what about if they got to the kayak first? Just keep running uh, circles around the island, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or would you try and swim? Well, I'd try and get out to some water, maybe get a few of them to follow me, and they they would drown. Like, yeah. Well, that's right. no, would they yeah. drown or would they just be they can't swim? Laying oh, on, yeah, because they're dead. Walk along the bottom of the ocean. They'd or walk something. along the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Oh, creepy. we're fucked, aren't we? If that's true. <laughs> but you'd be able to swim faster than they'd walk at the yeah. bottom of the ocean. Though. There was a lot of jellyfish, so. That's true. Yeah. There would be in a lot point. of pain. Good point. Yeah. And it is a big swim. <laughs> yeah. So, what did you think of the movie in its entirety? Uh, it's it's always it's always a good movie. That one. It's a classic now. Seventeen years yeah. old. So. Yeah. And the zombies aren't, they're not, they're not cheap and nasty zombies. Like they're, no. like we were saying before, they're vicious. There's a lot of blood. They, they just rip into your skin and your flesh. And a lot of effort's gone into the, uh, the effects and the makeup yeah. and all that kind of stuff, all yeah. the prosthetics. And like you said earlier, the having actual amputees, yeah. um, you know, rather than, you know, doing all CGI stuff. I think all the practical effects were really, really cool. My, I think my favourite guy, that guy, he um, when they're in the car park. Oh yeah, the guy with no legs. The guy with no legs, and he's he's swinging himself across the pipes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, whoa. that's very cool. He's in um, Zombieland as well. You know when the kid is sitting on the public toilet. Yeah. In the cubicle, and the zombie the comes guy. comes underneath the, the cubicle door. Yeah, it's the same dude. Oh. Yeah, he's done a few zombie movies. Oh, good on him. He's made a career out of being yeah. an amputee. Good yeah. for him. Good luck. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, all right, so. Um, yeah, like I've said, this is my all-time favourite horror movie, so I give it five stars hand down, no, hands yeah. down, no problem at all. What about your good self? I'd give it a four. I'd give it a four. I, it's a close five, but there, there was some acting in there that's just a bit piss poor. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's a zombie movie. I mean, you're not watching it for the acting, are you? You're well, I was going to say, like, heads off. 
I think for a zombie movie, because I reckon zombie movies are very hit and miss. Yes, you can watch like uh, the classic zombie movies and just enjoy it for what it is, a bit of gore and stuff like that. But there's many, many zombie, uh, sorry, horror movies that I find where the acting is really B grade. Yeah. But it's not about that. It's about yeah. the actual the actual story. It's or kind of like a gore. porn, isn't it, really? <laughs> You're not watching it for the actors. You, you really want the storyline, don't yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the money shot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I give it five stars. You give it four, yeah? Four. Yeah. 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 Maybe four and a bit. Four, four and a quarter? And a Are you allowed four to do that? 4.25. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can do that. We can do whatever we want. Right. It's our podcast. It's a flying world podcast. People will complain. Because <laughs> they want a solid <laughs> star, but fuck them. Um, all right, no worries. We only want to want to say anything to your fans out there, Keith. Uh, thanks for all the uh, hate mail fans. Yep. Uh, you know, it doesn't bother me, but uh, keep it coming. Keep it coming. Yeah, that dude who basically sent you a, an old fashioned letter. Um, yeah. He written it in his blood and said, um, yeah. "You're fucked. He's going to get you." Yeah. How do you feel about that? I said, "That's okay. Bring it. Bring yeah. it, motherfucker." Yeah. You know, yeah. No fear. Good man, nah. good man. That's why we love you. Nah. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, we'll go to bed, cuddle up, and okay. go to sleep. All right. <laughs> uh, that's it. See you guys. Hey, this is Jamingus from Instagram, and you are listening to the Fly on the Wall podcast with Luke and Big Waz. Check out Jamingus on Instagram for some free stickers at J-A-M-I-N-G-U-S underscore. And don't stop listening to the Fly on the Wall podcast. Peace. Into a bit of stoner rock. This band's called what? Priestess. Priestess. Lay down or lay like me it. down. I, I think. like it. Thought you would. Guess what it's on? YouTube. This is an extra. Well, yes, it is now. It's an extra song on Guitar Hero Three. Oh, Legends really? Legends of Rock. Oh, okay. okay. It's one of the bonus tracks that oh, you okay. unlock cool. as you go through it. I like and me a bit of stoner rock. And I always thought, oh, I love this song. Yeah, it's good. I was just saying to Big Was that our own band, Hundred Foot Heroes. It's a working title um, <coughs> for four years. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's okay. Is slowly edging towards a bit of stoner rock vibe. Well, look, we were we were obviously waxing lyrical about yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. Wild Fuzz Trip. Yeah, uh, oh, man. I'm still listening to them And then every you day. sent me another one uh, today that you recommended. Yeah, what was it again? Tastes... Tastes like satanic or something? <laughs> uh, clouds yeah. taste... Like Satan. No. Hang on. Satanic, I'm sure, is it? Hang on. Clouds, oh, clouds taste satanic. Clouds taste satanic. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, had a bit of a listen to they're that. They're heavier. That was they're cool. heavier than Wild Fuzz. Yes. Too, which yes. I thought you'd appreciate. But what I'm appreciating about these these two artists, yeah. as far as I've heard, anyway, this is another instrumental-based uh, band. And, I mean, really, that's what we that's are what at this been, point. Yeah, and, much, and, yeah. and it makes me feel less pressure. To go and sing oh, words to add to vocals, it. yeah. It does make me think about melody yep. and adding a melody. But yeah, you hear it and you go, yeah, it's kind of unencumbered by yeah, a true. lyric. That's true. You can just yeah. enjoy it for what it is, which is like a sound. But then you got this. Well, that's right. It rocks out. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is. I think we could definitely do. Um, say, if we were to do an album, I'd say you do some eight or nine songs. Yeah. Um, yeah. You could do three or four with some vocals. The rest purely instrumental. Yeah, that'd be cool. Should I turn this down a little bit? Release the vinyl. Maybe slightly. Yeah. This picks up more than you realise. 
I just farted before and he's still lingering. Yeah, good. Even number, mate. Even number. Yep. Oof, Jesus. <laughs> I thought you were going to leave it at 21 there for a second, mate. <laughs> just to throw you out. Um... There you go, mate. Yeah, Caius <laughs> and Albatross, I reckon you should look at Albatross, and have a bit I like listen that name to as well. Actually. Well, yeah, I think in one of the episodes of the podcast, you want to be an Albatross at one time. It, remember that? It was, uh, yeah. rings a bell. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to be an Albatross. Uh, speaking of Dawn of the Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, great movie. How did you go, mate? Oh, really So well, you yeah. watched, I'm guessing you watched it. Yeah, you'd have to listen well. to the review to find out how we went. Okay. <laughs> but I've... So I watched that with Keith, right? Yep. Um, but lately, been watching a TV series on Disney Plus called Last Man on Earth. Mm. Have you heard of that one? I, no, I have, yes, oh, because okay. you mentioned it to me today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's right. Yeah, yeah correct. Yeah, so right, yes, I've correct. heard of it before. Um, a couple now, of hours ago. <laughs> I've been since we're going into the new hundred episodes. Yeah, the next lot of century of podcasting. Um, I've been thinking, what can we do for a saga? We had a loose idea of maybe a detective noir. We did series, yes. Um, but just lately, like I said, listening, watching Dawn of the Dead and watching mm. Last Man on Earth, it got the creative juices flowing in my yeah. brain. Glad <clears throat> I wasn't there for that. Yeah, it's a yeah. horrible, horrible <laughs> thing to see, to behold. Um, and what I'm thinking is each week, <clears throat> so the setting will be. A post-apocalyptic world, we've done that before, but this time it's zombies, not mutants, it's zombies. And you, Big Was, yeah. are the only man right. left on the planet. God save us all. Yeah. <laughs> so, and in, and in the whole premise of the show, yeah. of, the, of the saga, yeah. will be that each week I basically give you three choices. Right. Of that you've got to decide upon, and then we discuss and go from there. Okay. So it's a pretty light-hearted thing. We don't take it too seriously. No, man. Like this that. is my survival. There's not going to be extra it. little recordings. Right. There'll just be an intro. Yep. And there's not going to be yeah. It's not so be... a three-minute intro. Yeah. Done by you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Part one. Yeah. Yep. yeah no, right. just a little intro thing. Yeah. And then bang straight into it, and it will basically just be me giving you three options that yep. you can choose between. Okay. And then whatever one you choose, we we discuss and we follow just, that path. Yep. You're obviously leading because you're, um, I'm directing, yeah. but you're leading because you're the one coming up with it and going, okay, what would I do with this scenario yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. How's that sound? Sounds great, man. I'm worried about disappointing your idea of the storyline because you'll come up with one of the three that you'll be thinking, oh, it'd be good if you chose no, this No, one. no, no. Okay, I, no, I like... I'd like to stay in this apartment for three weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's I'll okay. I'll just salvage food then from you the don't room. Know that next week, I might be like, okay, so the building's on fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the way you force me out. <laughs> Basically, every option is going to be near death every yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, that, but that, that would, I, I think that will be the, the fun of it, yeah. is that you'll be your way of thinking yeah. and I know I'm throwing options at you and you'll still have three it's not yeah. like I'm only going to go you can only do this I'm going to no, no, say fair okay do you want to take this vehicle right now or do you want to um, go down the drain hole or whatever it is you know and I just think that could be fun so it's like an RPG a role playing game it's like a um, choose your own adventure so it also ties into things that we like like zombies and am I me as me yeah you're just big was but one crucial thing okay you are in a world where you don't have a partner, a beloved, or kids. Well, you know? I was going to say... It sounds like you had two people, a beloved and a partner. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> a business partner, of course, we're talking you about. Know, you've got your mum and dad and your brothers, but they're unfortunately they're gone. 
Well, so what I was going to say was, uh, without, and this is, I guess, the one only sensitive and sensible thing we do, yeah. is we try not to delve into the, you know, the deeper so- psychological aspects of loss. This time we will, though. I was going to say, <laughs> so don't forget, I guess, as an aspect of these choices, I might not want to even move some days where, yeah. you know, like if, if I've lost people, yeah. I've lost those yeah, that yeah, I care yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I might so not we, be motivated. If I've seen nobody, it's like I am legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some days you just think, what? Well, you know, I don't know what the point is. So therefore, at, I'm you, not a scientist. You choose. I'm not what? working on a, <laughs> on a medicine. Yeah, um, so you choose what? T- let's let's start it now unofficially, but next week it will be the official okay. start. Okay, what's it called? Where do you? I don't know yet. Where do you want to? Start. Is it been one week since the zombie apocalypse? Is it been a day? Is it is it what you know? You choose. Has it been a year in? Like you choose. I reckon a few months. A few months. So I reckon okay. it's long enough to realise that this is widespread, um, but maybe not that long where I've lost all hope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. So it's still new enough that I'm still adjusting to certain things. Yeah. Because okay. I'm guessing after a few months, like four to six months, you'd still be finding not fresh stuff, but you'd still be finding crops and things. Yeah. Like There's in still people's food gardens. Around. Oh yeah, yeah. You Tin know, food and everything. So yeah, there'd be a lot okay. of that. I reckon. Okay. So four months in. Yep. And yeah, we'll go from that point. Okay. Next week. Right. All right. I'm so let's get my not, gear ready. Let's not discuss it any further. Okay. No because worries. otherwise we'll get too carried away. All right. Um, we need a kick-ass title. Yeah, I was just going to say, I reckon you can come up with a title. Okay. It's got to be, you know, the best thing you've ever written, Mark. I am. <laughs> I am. Big was. Was. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. That's, That's it. it. Yeah, I am Big Was. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. Yeah. I like but it. But it's, it's full good... stop. I am. Yeah. Full stop. Big was. was. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. it. I can see it. Yeah. I can see yeah. it in lights. <laughs> no, it's good. That's, That's really good. I like it. Okay, great. Okay, so there you go, guys. That's going to be our new saga for the next however long. Um, we've <laughs> said goodbye to the Grundy brothers. You've heard post-apocalyptic saga, and you've also heard Asylum and Investigate. <laughs> now you're going to hear... I am Big Was. <laughs> yeah, as of next week. Um, <laughs> yep. I've just gone blank. About... What do you about want to move on to next? Next. Anything about Dawn of the Dead? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great move. Yeah. Uh, nah, I don't know. Just go, we'll go to a quick break. Okay. <laughs> guys luke here flying the wall podcast for another movie review last week uh we did leon directed by luke besson when i say we that's me and also our listener and follower buddy matt um yeah he also did his review which was amazing he's going to do a review for us this week as well on the movie that i'm about to review are you confused yet this movie is called his house
So his house is about a refugee couple escaping war-torn South Sudan. They managed to make it to the UK where they're sort of sectioned off and put into a a bit of a slum kind of really rough kind of area of England. Um, Think of like really, you know, weathered estates and uh, just, yeah, bum areas basically. They're kind of shunted into this this old house that's pretty derelict, looked like squatters live there. Um, You know, there's nothing really to it, this house. There's no nice furniture, there's no nice nothing. It's really quite bleak. And to make matters worse, it seems like uh, an evil entity resides there. His house is directed by Remy Weeks, a British screenwriter, and this is his directorial debut. The movie was pretty much snapped up by Netflix upon release. It stars Soap Derisu, I think I'm saying that correctly. Um, as I was watching, I was thinking, how do I know this guy? And he actually starred in a uh, another Netflix, or no, I think it was a stand anyway, a streaming drama called Gangs of London, which was absolutely brilliant, so go check that out. Also stars um, Matt Smith. He played um, a young Prince Philip in The Crown, which is another Netflix vehicle. Um, and also stars Wunami Masaku. Now, I'm probably getting that completely wrong on the enunciation, so I do apologise. Um, she's had some bit roles in things like um, Batman versus Superman. His house is basically a horror thriller, psychological thriller, I suppose. It's not your typical gory horror. There is a little bit of gore going on. Um, I won't give any spoilers on this uh, particular preview, though, as it is a new release, so uh, I don't want to ruin it for you guys. Um, it's, it's not overly done with gore. It's more of a tension kind of drama, psychological thriller, I'd say. It is quite dark. What I love about this movie is the story is compelling. You're you're drawn in straight away and there is a little bit of a twist. You find out something at the beginning which is quite sad, but then later on um, you realise it wasn't quite as as it seemed. (laughs) Kind of uh, tricky to explain without giving it away there. Um, But yeah, absolutely brilliant. I did enjoy it for the most part. Um, Like I said, the story really kept me me interested. It did drag at times. I can be a bit impatient sometimes, and if the movie doesn't have those key points every now and then along the line where something major kind of happens, um, it does tend to make me zone out a little bit, but for the most part, it did keep keep me quite intrigued. Um, what else is there to say? It's uh, yeah, I think the acting was fantastic. It's a it's a uh, a small cast, but uh, a gritty cast who just jumped straight into their roles and did did it did it very well. Did every role justice. Um, but other than that, there's not a lot to say. Would I watch it again? Probably not. Would I recommend it? Yes, but I'd only give it two and a half stars. Why? Well, simply because it it just lacked a bit of, like, horror, (laughs) I suppose, for me. But, yeah, definitely worth a watch on a lazy Sunday evening when you've got nothing else to do. But let's hear from our friendly movie reviewer, Matt. Hi Luke, hi Big Wars. Um, right, so here's my uh, review of the movie His House. Um, this is a 2020 
um, Netflix film. Uh, it's the debut movie for um, writer and director Remy Weeks. It's about a horror psychological thriller. Uh, it, it follows uh, Bol, played by uh, Sope Derisu, and Rial, played by uh, Wumni Masaku, um, who are uh, a South Sudanese couple um, seeking asylum in the UK, um, uh, having fled as refugees across uh, land and sea and had a, a really torturous time, which is hinted upon at the start, well, shown a little at the start, and then we learn more about this as we go along. Well, their arrival in the UK, um, they're initially put in a detention centre um, and then they're provided with a, a, a rather rundown and, and, and grotty uh, a house in a, in a council estate um, where they're not massively made to feel welcome. Um, but the worst is the fact that behind the walls of their new house is... Uh, some horror is lurking behind this. Um, the film really beautifully intersperses the the horror that they've fled from with the horror that they've arrived into. Um, and as we go through the film, we also see that the tension grows between uh, Bol and, and Rial, uh, the couple, um, as Bol tries sort of desperately to, to, to change, to, to fit in uh, to life in the UK, uh, while Riel's reaction, and she maybe receives a little more unwelcomeness. Um, and and so she, um, she, she sort of clings very heavily to, to her, to her Sudanese um, culture and, there's a number of ways in which this is played out in the film, but it, it works really, really, really well. And I mean, I think the the horror plays out um, incredibly well in this. Um, it's worth mentioning that the film's got a hundred percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That's sort of not to say that everyone that's reviewed it has given it ten out of ten, but that of all of the uh, certified reviewers on on uh, on Rotten Tomatoes who have reviewed it. Um, They've all given it at least a thumbs up. So irrespective of what the score is for it, it's a yes recommendation rather than a no, don't go and watch it. And that's 112, um, scribble down a note there. Yeah, 112 uh, reviews um, and not one negative. Um, I, for me, I think it's easy to see why the film works on so many levels. If you want... Um, just a surface level straight up horror it's great it, it's there it's it's got everything you want there's some really really great shots um and and the, and the setting and some of the vehicles for how they introduce these sort of looming horrors and and what it shows you really works really works well and and, and really does uh bring some good good scares here and there um but not cheaply. There's no real sort of cheap jump scares in this. Um, it is all building towards something. Um, but I mean, I think beyond that, there's so much of this film speaks do in terms yeah. of um, uh, the the layers around how um, these 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 people who 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 we see the horror that they've gone through, uh, how unwelcome they're made to feel. Um, in a new country and, and then also another level in their 
is this idea of assimilation. How much of yourself do you give up to fit into a new environment? How much do you have to um, lean on your past? How do you how do you fit these together? Um, as I say, it's a, it's a really, really excellent film. I think if I was to give it a score, uh, just give it a score out of 10, I, for me, this would be this would be a seven and a half or an eight out of ten. Um, a really, really good film. I would recommend it. Um, definitely recommend it to everyone. Uh, as I say, it's a, it's available on Netflix. Um, uh, I think that they've got the global distribution rights for this. So, uh, yeah, his house. Go and check it out. Cheers. Thanks, guys. It's the fly on the wall, motherfucking podcast. All right, I just remembered what I was going to oh, really? talk to you about. Welcome back. Uh, coincidentally, I was thinking of this today, like I'm thinking of the new saga thing we're okay. going to do. Yep. And then coincidentally, I listened to an old episode of ours, or not that old, uh, episode 88, where we talked about one of the what would you do if questions. Yes. Remember we used to do that segment? Yeah. Was what would you do if a voice called out, Warren, <laughs> you have one week <laughs> by yourself. And if you remember... And this is why I've chosen you to be the main star. Right. Because my response to that question, yeah. what would I do if yeah. I had a week to myself in a world where there's no people, is get a car, get guns, yeah. get some McDonald's, drive through the city and shoot the windows out. <laughs> <laughs> and what did I say? You'd said um, that you would definitely screw with people. Right. But in a very mild way. You'd right. put the TV in the bathroom. <laughs> You'd, um, like, I don't know, right. put soup dishes on their chairs or okay. something. You know. Right. But, but then you did say... Um, that you'd go and stay in someone's house, yeah. like a better house yeah. than what you've got, yeah. you know, the swimming pool and everything else. Yeah. But then you tidy up and yeah, do all yeah. the dishes yeah. and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while I'm driving around shooting windows out. So I, so I thought for this, I think it makes sense to have someone with a, with a little bit more of a level head on their okay, shoulders, right. who's not going to just drive around shooting <laughs> windows and mannequins, trying to make war with yeah. the, all the zombies out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say. Okay. Well, thanks for um, that, mate. Yeah, you've got something you'd like to discuss quite seriously. I believe. Believe. Not seriously, necessarily. Well, I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> well, we've talked dreams before. Yeah. Right? In terms of, uh, you know, the odd things Wet. that people can... Oh, well, pretty much mostly. Mm. Um, but I've had two dreams in the last couple of weeks that really stuck with me. Um, right. Not not in their sort of, like, overarching detail, but the main focuses of those dreams have been like, wow, that was really odd. Okay, yeah. Um, so in one of them... I was at like a, a high school. It sort of felt like the junior campus of where we originally met, actually. Right, yeah. um, and I think I was my age now, but I was there for whatever reason. Like I think we were, you know, doing like a there was a special event or something like that. Hanging around pubescent males. Yeah. 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 Interesting dream. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like skate parks and you know, uh, music yeah, stores. Guys, you yeah. want some lollies or something? Fuck off, pervert. I, uh, and then lo and behold, who do I see doing a tour of the school? Oh. But Sylvester Stallone. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Who else? Yeah. Who yeah. else would be doing that? And what was great yeah. was that he was he was benevolent in his oh. attention to people. Okay, yeah. He was shaking people's hands. He, he was that like kind of guy, I reckon. High-fiving people, giving them like a bit of a half hug. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. bro, how you going, man? Yeah. And um, just really being generous with his time yeah, nice. and his attention. I think he would be like that. I think so too. I've always wanted to have a bit of a cuddle with him. Yeah? Because he does seem the kind of guy that would give you a, I reckon, a warm embrace. And I reckon as he's getting older, he's like an Italian nonno. 
Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. he's happy to give you a hug. He's happy yeah. to talk about. I can his imagine memories. laying on his chest while he like <laughs> plays with my hair, and we watch all these classic movies. So this is right before. Yeah. I'll be snuggled between his pectorals and just be like so warm, and I feel so safe with him. You know? That's good. Yeah. It's good yeah. that he conveys that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, he was in the dream, and he was doing this tour. He, he wasn't surrounded by minders. He had like one or two bodyguards, but mm. like I said, people were in his personal space. Yeah. And he was loving it. He was it. fine. With he it, was yeah. fine. Yeah. And I remember looking, going, were the, uh, were the people around him besotted with him? As in, like, yeah. wow, this is a celebrity. He's yep. amazing. Okay, yeah, yeah. but not. But not, he was okay with. I all think of it. because he was accepting of that presence as well, they weren't like mobbing him. Yeah, right. Okay, they were just sort of letting him move through yep. the crowd that's and just good. being like, oh man, how you going? Yeah, that's and, cool. Yeah, and it was just really good. Yeah, and I remember sort of standing afar. Now I didn't try and get in there and say hello, but I just remember looking, smiling, and going, that's. That's amazing. That's yeah. really, really great. <laughs> and just feeling really that's good for it. That's beautiful, Warren. Yeah. And, um, that's a great, yeah, that's a great dream. <laughs> but what's funny is on Instagram a couple of days after that, actually it could have been the next day, there was a video that he posted yep. of him doing that amongst young people oh, wow. at like a university campus or Had something. Had you seen the video before? Maybe? No, no, no. Because oh, it was okay. new. It was oh, fresh in that the day. Feed. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's weird, isn't it? And I was like, wow. That's quite uncanny. That is strange. And that's what he was doing. He was wearing a mask because of the times that we're in. Yeah. But he was saying hi to people. There oh. were like different young people. They all gathered around and I was him. like, my thought, you know, I wow. had the right vibe it's about... Time to buy this. a uh, Tatslotto ticket, I reckon. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and definitely. lose all my life yeah. savings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Invest all your money <laughs> into Tatslotto. So that was the first dream. <laughs> right. But I found that quite uplifting. So what was First Blood Part 2 all about? Dream. Part two yeah. uh, was definitely not in Afghanistan. Yep. Uh, it wasn't in a Vietnamese POW camp. Were you covered up with him on his chest? No, no. Well, oh. <laughs> it doesn't feature... I thought feature... you were just going to say, well, the amazing thing is, you just said that, but I actually dreamt it for It doesn't feature Sylvester Stallone. Oh, that's, Sad. A, that's a shame. This happened the other night. Now, I had a bit of a cold over the early part of the weekend. Yep. Much to Keith's annoyance. March yeah. to his frustration <laughs> um, and lack of understanding. Yeah. But that's okay. I, lo- I love you, Keith. Um... And I had a bit of a, I, I guess, got like a fever dream. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. I guess because you have odd dreams and they stick with you and yeah. they, they trouble you. And earlier in the night, I'd had a dream about um, this large, like, bronze or stone eagle. Like, really straight looking with the like head a, turned like that. Like a Nazi Germany Exactly, eagle. my friend. Yeah, okay, yeah. Exactly. You're at the eagle's nest. And I kept waking up. So after that, I had that vision. And then after that, I woke up six or seven times wow. and it pieced itself together over the night. And yeah. I kept getting back into my dream like, no, I've got this to oh. solve. Yeah. I had a riddle. I had a Nazi riddle. <laughs> so there was yeah. some, there was some like... Uh... When Warren gets this excited, guys, it's actually a little bit scary. <laughs> the look in his eye is like he's going to, I don't know, either beat me or just really... Educate me yeah. right now. <laughs> Is that a scary thought, being educated by me? Um, so it was in like some maybe uh, like older Germanic text. Okay, uh, yeah. And I had to work out what it said, mm. decode it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this was set not like, say, World War Two. I feel like it was post-war, but I don't think it was contemporary. Oh, okay. like, I don't think it was okay. now. Yeah. I so think like it 50s was... 50s or 60s. Probably or the Cold War, I'd say. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say 1958. Uh, yeah, definitely. Right? Yep. Um, and I've come up with a whole backstory yep. anyway. Were you dressed as Indiana Jones at this point? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to figure this out. <laughs> um, I don't know, but I was really stressed. Every time I wake up, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm 
hadn't solved it yet. Okay, so so you woke up and you were conscious of the fact that you'd been dreaming about yep. it. And then you were like, no, I want to get back to that. I want to get to the bottom out. of oh, this. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. it's yeah. bothering me. I want yeah. to solve it. So I solved it by morning. Right. Um, and what was it? The text said, hang on. He's checking his notes. Down with the eagle. Oh, okay. Okay. Which I think was a... Would have been cool if it was down with the sickness. That would have been Come great. On, get down. <laughs> Maybe that's where it kind of spawned from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think in the end, what I, a little bit of thought on that morning uh, gave me is that it was an underground uh, operation, like oh. Nazi hunters. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. And so the Nazis that had survived World War Two and they the arrest, make a, uh, an uprising. They went to Argentina, oh, yeah, you know, which course. is a common, yeah, yeah. you know, knowledge. Yeah. And then uh, different. People went over there to try and track different famous, you know, Nazis yeah. down, or you know, infamous Nazis down. And I feel like this was some sort of underground South American operation ah, okay, in yeah. the fifties. You've just cracked it. I I've cracked it, mate. Yeah. I've so maybe it. you should call the CIA, Mossad, CIA. Yeah. <laughs> Mossad, um, yeah. That's the Israeli one. Yep. That the, ended uh, up getting uh, MI six, MI five back then, probably. Oh yeah, of course. MI six now, ASIO, which is your Australian one. Yeah. I don't think do anything. I don't think they do much. They do signals. There's some guys who do suits. Yeah. And they talk technical. Yeah. Actually, I saw a federal police near a customer's house the other day. What did you? Just watching with binoculars. I don't know what's watching you. <laughs> no, no, no. They they went into a house, yeah. and um, by the time I left, they were still there. Right. Um, so I was at the my client's house for about an hour, or yeah. just over an hour. So, and I'd watch them pull up, go into the house, and then they were still there when I left. So I think and they, they had the federal police on the side. You know? Yeah, they would deal with like visa issues and yeah, I guess people, so. yeah. like illegal um, importations and stuff. I suppose yeah. they were armed to the teeth. Were they? Well, no, I don't know, but I reckon they would have been. Yeah. <laughs> I take that very literally, though. So when you say arm to the, the teeth, teeth, I yeah, figure yeah. there's a weapon actually at their mouth line. Yep. Some sort of bladed, like... Oh, that'd be cool. Collar. Yeah, that'd be cool. That hooks in. Yep. So they can take a side swipe with and someone. And still take someone out with it. Slash yeah, I'd like to yeah. see you draw that. Yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> that could, might be a weapon you might manufacture in um, IMB Woods. <laughs> yeah. Um, Indeed. So they're my two dreams, mate. So good on you. Mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. So speaking of skin of teeth, um, Brilliant. A uh, customer the other day, do you ever, I probably do this all the time actually, and you probably don't always pipe up about it, but do you ever hear someone say a phrase yeah. like that and yeah. they get it completely wrong? And you're like, um, yeah. oh, should I tell them? This woman said skin of my nose. Okay. And I was like, uh, no, it's not. I didn't say anything. You know what though? But deep down, I was angry. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, in a lot of ways, she's, in some ways, she's correct, isn't she? Because there's yeah. definitely skin on your nose. Yeah. Yeah. There's surprisingly little on your teeth. Yeah. Depends so, on what you've eaten, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose yeah. if you've eaten I fresh. I chowed down with some chicken, so yeah. I got chicken skin all If you'd eaten someone's teeth. nose, That's I suppose true, you'd yeah. have skin on there as well. <laughs> so maybe there was a little bit of crossover there. Yeah. She didn't have a nose. This no. Woman, so much. There you go. So you've highlighted the trauma she suffers every day. <laughs> Sorry, I think you might mean teeth. Yeah. No, I mean nose, Luke. Yeah. I don't have one. Are you having a go at the fact that That's I don't a... have a nose? Thank you so much. I've just got over that fact. Thank you. Yeah, no, oh, people yeah. do do that, and uh, I I look at them, and I'm sure they see the kind of lack of... Respect in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. I think no, that's that's not the phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like you would correct me. I would correct I feel, you happily. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like you wouldn't, out of your own politeness, correct other people that you're around. I correct my beloved occasionally when yep. I feel brave. Yep. Um, but I'll let her go that for a while, yep. and then I'll sit there and I'll be 
thinking more about that yeah. <laughs> than what she's saying <laughs> yeah. to me. And yeah. I say, look, I'm, I'm, honestly, I don't mean this with any... I'm not trying to be a smartass. Yeah. I'm not trying to say it with any disrespect. I said, I'm just concerned you're going to talk to someone else yeah. and say this. I said, the phrase is, you know, and then I say, yeah. the phrase yeah. is. Yeah. And she just looks at me. I go, did like you pay attention to anything shit. else? You're a piece of I say, shit, well, Warren. less so, because <laughs> you distracted me with that problem. Um, I was corrected not so long ago, actually, because yeah. I've always said parallel opposites. Right. But it's polar opposites. Yes. Um, yeah, parallel would mean that they're basically the they're same. Running they're together. running together. Yeah. yeah. That's so, okay. Yeah. I've been saying it for years. Well, oh, yeah? For years. Oh. Parallel opposites. <laughs> and I'm talking in like high producing business meetings. You've done speeches. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This yeah. economic environment, yeah. you know, the parallel opposites between negative and positive. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you know, and, and obviously you wouldn't want to bring that kind of uh, lack of fact to the podcast. Idiocracy. Yeah. To the podcast. <laughs> no. I mean, this no. place we try and keep everything. That's right. Above board. Well-educated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. High-tuned, yeah. highfalutant, as you always <laughs> yeah. say. I don't know what that means, really. Highfalutin. It Not means really. like highbrow. I just um, picture someone playing the flute really, really high. high. Yeah, like yeah. in space. Yeah, yeah. I think well, Neil, no, no. Neil Armstrong played the flute. The oh, notes. okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that? I Neil can Ar- only play it from the top of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> He's a highfalutin <laughs> chap up there. <laughs> you know how people, some, some Australians will say, a vegetable, you know, they'll go, vegetables. Oh, yeah, yeah. And a balloon. Yeah. A balloon. A balloon. A balloon. Yeah, I know people that say known when yeah. they mean known. Known, exactly. Then, so, you know, highfalutin yeah. is not that far of a stretch yeah. <laughs> when you're talking in the same, in the same way. Uh, apart from Massachusetts, yes. Um, are there any words that you struggle with? Uh, I've got quite a few, I've realised. And I, I realise so, the but common not- link between all of them. Is um, when there's uh, how do I, so similar, but the extended version of similar. Particular, the extended version of particular. Okay, so with a while end. Oh, yeah. particularly. Particularly. Always, oh, there's an extra L in there. I just thought you were having fun with similarly. it. <laughs> similarly. Similarly. Is that right? Perfect. Similarly. It sounds Simi- so weird. Similarly. But you do some sort of weird accent. Necessarily. With it. Unnecessary. Are you from right? Australia or uh, are you from somewhere phenomenally? else? Phenomenally. Oh yeah, phenomenally. 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 And what's the thing under the ocean? Anomaly. An anomaly. <laughs> yeah, I can't. It sounds so. Oh, that's an head. anemone. Oh, is it? Yeah, an anomaly is like oh, something yeah, that's yeah. out of the ordinary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's that thing under the ocean? Yeah. <laughs> it's and a an- whale <laughs> I don't know. It's a what? The shakalali. An- an- so an anomaly, anonymally, an- an- is anomaly a- is something that's quite. You don't have to strange. add the extra one though. So you've added one. Anomaly. Anomaly. Yeah, just nice, oh, and, okay. nice and easy. But I think I'm saying an anomaly. Yeah, well that, you're making it harder for yeah. yourself. It's an anomaly. <laughs> yeah, just wait right? a moment. Anomaly. Yeah. anomaly. It's an anomaly. <laughs> it's an not anomaly. Most people stop the show now. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a fucking useless. Yeah, what am I listening <laughs> to this shit for? Uh, yeah, but and yeah, similarly <laughs> um, and particularly. Yeah. yeah. Nominally, you know, nominal. Oh, nominally, yeah, nominally. Yeah. nominally. <laughs> I can't. But I just kind so of just avoid it. Well, when That's I, feel, I when, I, when I have to use the word yeah. for whatever reason, I just find myself sort of mum, mumble it off. Yeah. I just go, yeah. So particularly, um, you know, like just, and just <laughs> that was actually pretty good. There was certainly well, you get yeah. them sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. what my problem is is I think words that I've read for years, yeah. but never used in language. Oh, yeah. So 
My son like, said to me the other day... Like a facsimile. That's right. <laughs> a fascist smile. A fascist smile. <laughs> a fascist smile. Yeah. And speaking about the Nazis, they would have done that. And the Sayuaks that we covered yeah. last Sayuaks, couple of weeks exactly. back. Yep, yep. So my son said to me the, uh, last week, he said, Ori, things have gone Ori. And oh, I said, I think you say Ori. Ori. Yeah. Ori. And uh, I said, but I, I'm guilty of that mistake as well. Yeah, I said that yeah. for years until yeah. my mum... it's A-W-R-Y, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I said it, and my mum, who... I hold in very high esteem in terms of her, well, in many ways, but yeah, also her vocabulary is amazing. And so she just sort of looks at me with a slight grin. Oh, yeah. And I say, okay, Mum, can you just tell me? Oh, I've raised an imbecile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Mum, can you tell me? Yeah, is it Ori or Ori? So I, I shared that with him and he didn't care. Oh. I said, no, I just, I'm, I'm just putting it out there yeah. so you know for next time. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, well, obviously I'm guilty oh, of yeah. many of those mispronunciations. I think my accent plays a part in the way I say... <laughs> Warren's making a <laughs> masturbatory uh, <laughs> gesture. You see, you're trying, um, to, you're trying to... Yeah, I'm trying to be too smart. Throw it away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I think it does actually play a part as far as like screwing up some words and being lazy with words yeah, and stuff like that. Like, definitely like, lazy. I often say probably instead of instead of probably. Yeah. Uh, I say member instead yeah. of remember. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but I don't know. I think it's a cute and endearing quality. Of I don't mine. think it's anything that <laughs> I, I, ha- I don't think it has anything to do with your accent. Oh, really? Nothing. Oh, what do you think it is then? A complete laziness. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> no, good. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I like. I do like learning though. I like learning words. You like, like the word learning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Higher learning. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, but I do like it when people educate me on such things yeah. because I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I never feel. Do you I struggle with feel... specific? A lot of people struggle with. No, specific. no. I don't actually, and it bugs me when people do. Right. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Because there's definitely some words that I screw up, but then other words, I'm like, where people get it wrong, I'm like you mean brought. Not bought. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think, um, I must admit, listening to the podcast has shown me some of the ways I pronounce words or even just talk. Oh, yeah. I feel like sometimes I remind myself, well, no, this is probably the wrong inflection, but like if you watch Blackadder, for example, Rowan oh, yeah. Atkinson has a stutter. Yeah. And so the way he manages it in those shows yeah. is he's come up with that special way of pronouncing certain oh, words. Oh, yeah, yeah. Emphasizing yeah, the letter yeah. at the start really of the pronounced end, and certain yeah. B words and things in the end. Yeah, Bob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it, it creates uh, an extra level of humor. Yeah, to it. yeah. Oh, so that's what you're doing, is it? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. But what <laughs> I've noticed genius. is genius. No, no. genius, mate. <laughs> what I'm what I'm saying. You had me fooled all this time. I've, <laughs> I've, realized, I've realized that uh, whether I think that I'm going to fuck up the pronunciation. Yeah. So I say it. Very specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then I go, wow, that's so annoying to listen to. Okay, yeah. And I'll go, you know, yeah, but he did that and then he combed his hair. Ah, <laughs> you know, like, oh, and it's just very, I don't know, slow down to get something out. Yeah, I think we both do that in a little bit, don't we? Yeah, no, yeah. no, you go at 100 miles a minute. And I'm always yeah, actually yeah. quite... Um, Oh, astounded is the only word that <laughs> fits my verbal diary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. yeah it's, a, <laughs> no, I think, it's a honed skill. I think... Uh, Stringing words together yep. is a deceptively difficult art, yep. especially if you are recording it and then putting it out there. That's true. Yeah. And especially if you're doing it with very little editing. Oh, yeah. Next yep. to no, no editing. editing. Yeah. Uh, I think it's That's hard. That's right, guys. No editing. <laughs> uh. 
And so instead of the ums and the ahs and the ers and yeah. the pauses and all that sort of stuff, I think being able to do a cohesive paragraph of words or a small segment mm. where you don't really fuck up or yeah. you don't repeat. I find yeah. I repeat words quite a bit. Oh, okay. Um, or say um. Not a whole heap, but I, I find that you string them together a little more efficiently than I do. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I reckon yeah. it's just all verbal diarrhea. Probably. It just all spews out. I think I'm very conscious of having any dead air. Yes. So if you're not talking, I make sure I fill it with something. You, you fill the air most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. And I, but I find when I'm by myself and I'm doing like a pre-record or whatever, yeah. then I will say um and ah a little bit more because I haven't got that bounce back with you. You know, yeah. so it's more and like... that's uh, where you edit it. Yeah. Heavily. Uh, yeah, that's just put a little bit of... <laughs> <laughs> It's always got a backing track. You know what he's doing then? Yeah, he's it. covering up the, the, the blank spots. Uh, you know what you and I do find quite easy though, Warren? That's that, uh, putting a bit of a song together. Yeah, oh, that's it, mate. Um, last week we did... Uh, did we do it last week? Yeah. If I'm... So, was that yeah, last week? That yeah, last okay, Monday. we did that one. Yeah. In that case. Um, and after last week's recording, um, we actually sat down with a guitar and a cajon and um, <laughs> nutted out a Prince song, didn't we? We did indeed. I, I just big... want people to realise, I don't know if you use the phrase nutted out oh, yeah, as in other countries. any other way yeah. other than coming. In America it means a jerk, a circ jerk, yeah. a circle jerk. <laughs> so, what was you saying about my words? Uh, a circle a, jerk. A circ jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a tool to be yeah. able to find sleepers under tiles. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, so just to clarify, we just thought about it and then played it together. Yeah, the song. Yeah, yeah. We didn't yeah. nut it out together. No, that time nothing was nutting. Not yeah. that time. Anyway. Not that time. Yeah. yeah. Just to clarify, um, my sister uh, turns uh, forty-eight, a young forty-eight, this Saturday, on the tenth wow. of April, the same day as my eldest daughter turns eighteen. As a little bit of a gift for my sister, she won't listen to this episode until I'm probably dead. But um, I will be putting it on Instagram as well. But uh, I asked Big Was to bring around his guitar and learn a Prince song, which he did in. Next to no minutes at all. Um, Lucky that it was just the same. Uh, no, no, don't talk it down, mate. Don't talk it down. It's brilliant. Um, we were going to go with uh, Purple Rain, but yes. then we we found that didn't really translate to our style of music, yeah. uh, like a bluesy, rootsy kind of thing. Um, so we did When Doves Cry. Yeah. Um, then I laid over the vocals over the next couple of days, and uh, I tried to conjure a bit of Prince and but also we were kind of having a bit of a laugh as well we weren't I, well, I wasn't taking it too seriously yeah. um, as you'll hear in the vocals but um, but yeah but at the same time I knew that my sister would appreciate it and it's enjoy good, it it's yeah it's not bad so I'll play it now if that's Go cool Just leave me standing 
Alone in a world that's so cold Maybe I'm just too demanding Maybe I'm just like my father Too bold Maybe you're just like my mother She's never satisfied Why do we scream at each other? This is what it sounds like when the doves cry Touch if you will my stomach Feel how it trembles inside You've got the butterflies all tied up Don't make me chase you, even doves have pride Can you leave me standing Alone in a world so cold Maybe I'm just too demanding Maybe I'm just like my father Too bold, maybe I'm just like my mother She's never satisfied Why do we scream at each other? This is what it sounds like when the doves cry How can you just leave me standing Alone in a world that's so cold Maybe I'm just too demanding Maybe I'm just like my father Too bold, maybe I'm just like my mother She's never satisfied Why do we scream at each other? This is what it sounds like when the doves cry And we're back in. Uh, if someone would like to fist you, Warren, how would they go about it? Well, first of all, <laughs> buy yourselves a pack of gloves uh, and a massive amount Strong, of... Strong, durable, industrial gloves. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. probably up to the elbow. Oh, yeah. For, yeah, well, yeah. at least. Yeah. I'd say armpit. Well, if you can get them You're a big one. horse. Well, look, a I'll tell you what. Big horse, Warren. <laughs> get some duct tape and finish, <laughs> and finish off the elbow to the armpit bit with the oh, tape. Oh, duct tape. Yeah, idea, just wrap actually. it around. And because yeah. it seals the glove That's then That's right. Well. But when you remove it, you're going to rip some arm hair out. You are, but um, believe me, hair. I can tell you what's a lot worse. That's true, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, use your imagination. Big wise juice. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> Get that my, stuck between your teeth for years. From my fucking colon, you know yeah. what I mean? Got that in your armpit. Uh, um, now you want to tell us a story about a ship. I did. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about contacts. Uh, contacts? Oh, yeah, well, oh, yeah sorry, yeah, yeah. How to, how to reach Warren's colon. <laughs> So you should take a left. Um, no, no, okay. So email, you can get us at the Fly on the Wall podcast, 11 at gmail.com. Uh, on the Instagram, you can find us at the Fly on the Wall podcast with an underscore between each of those words. And on Twitter, it's at Fly on the Wall P01. Isn't it, Luco? It is, mate. And I just wanted to talk. <laughs> Hopefully, you enjoyed that rendition. Uh, we enjoyed playing it. What I liked the most about it was the spontaneity. We were talking about a totally different song. We had a quick look at the chords for this one. We went, yeah, hey, give that a go. Yeah. We had a quick jam of it to make sure that it sounded okay. And then we pretty much played it through. I did the uh, <laughs> the I vocals did, were afterwards. I did the vocals after and I did it between jobs. So I'd pull over on the side of the road, give it a bit of a go, drive on to the next job, mate. That's it, mate. And as you know, he's been a gardener for many years. So, 
Imagine a, a gruff, uh, tattooed, long-necked gardener this is what <laughs> <like>. <laughs> sitting in his car singing segments of When Doves Cry in many different uh, keys until he, well, probably um, octaves actually, not necessarily keys. Until he got the right results. So what I'm are you fucking talking about, Warren? I've got to appreciate your hard work, mate. Tell that's, us the story. Okay. So a recent news oh, item. Right. Oh, you want another drink? I'll get one. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're taking care of it. <laughs> I'm the perfect host. <laughs> so recently, and I'm surprised that you haven't heard anything I don't watch it. the news or listen to the news. I listen to podcasts. You did a little bit last year and I think it got did a bit too much. Paid attention to the news. Oh, yeah. No, it all a bunch it of fuckwits. Started to bother you, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, the world's fucked. So recently, <laughs> so recently, a thirteen hundred foot, two hundred twenty thousand ton container ship Jesus. called the Ever Given, right? Uh, and think of all the questions that could be put with. Mm. Have you ever given? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, risky. <laughs> in a ship, um, actually blocked traffic in the Suez Canal. Oh, right. Now, if, I don't know. Do you know roughly where the Suez Canal is? Uh, South America. So it's in Egypt, right? So there's that. So there's a there's a very Suez sounds like a female in South. Uh, anyway, there's a very small uh, bit of land. Right. So you got the Panama Canal over in South America. Oh, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, clearly, of course and the yeah. Amazon River, of I can, course. You can see where the confusion <laughs> comes from. Um, and the Dobre Marias Galos River in uh, Chile. Perfect. Actually, sounds believable. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> this is in Egypt, right? Uh, and it goes from the Mediterranean to the Red Sea. Is it near the Nile? Well, it's it's within, See, you know, yeah. firing distance yeah. if you had strong artillery. Yeah. Um, so, whereas people used to have to sail all the way around Africa, oh, around okay, yeah. the, uh, the the Great Horn. Bit of spit of land there. That's right. Mm. Uh, but there's only really a comparatively small amount of distance between the Red Sea and the Mediterranean. So they, you know, sluiced open yeah, a, nice. a canal. Long time ago now. Anyway, so it takes 40 to 50 uh, container ships a day. A day, wow. Uh, it can yeah. take up... That's that noise we're <laughs> talking about. Weird. Anyway. 88-year-old yeah. yeah. man. Yeah. It's a strain, I don't know what it is. <laughs> anyway. 106 per day is its limit, but it's only ever taken 81 as its record. Okay, yeah. A, a day. So mm-hmm. they make their way up slowly. Because it, it is dead yeah. straight. Yeah. But it can be... How wide is it? How wide is it? Narrow? I think it's like 50-something metres across. Oh, wow. Okay. But yeah. it's like 100-something miles long. Yeah, jeez. So they just take their time and they can obviously make their way back and forth. Yeah, I guess you've got um, lanes or something. Yeah. Um, so the interesting part is prior to entering the Suez Canal, mm. this ship, uh, once they'd actually had a look at its navigational like. Uh, Plotting points right. had actually drawn a massive penis oh, okay. in the sea. Right, like you know, so it tracked its course. Oh, okay. It looked like a pair of big butt cheeks, yep. and then a dick and balls oh, okay, yep. under it. Nice, I like it. So waiting yeah. for the Suez Canal, that's yep. what they did. Yep. Right. So the pilot of that ship was bit clearly a, a bit bored. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then entered the canal. Yep, and. Very promptly got wedged. Oh, now, they're okay. saying it's due to strong weather and strong winds and a dust storm. Right. I think if you're capable of drawing dick balls and an ass yeah. in the Red Sea... With your ship. I reckon yeah. you're trying to draw something in the Suez Canal. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What do you think like he was Like a birth drawing? canal. Exactly. Like a big vajayjay. Yeah. Yeah, right. Maybe that's exactly what he was trying to yeah, draw. I so. Or she. I'm, Dirty I, I don't want to assume. Now, or non-binary, Warren. 
Of course. Yeah, come on. All right. It's 2021, mate. Don't oh. be a fucking caveman. I, I apologise. <laughs> so it was there for about a week. Okay? So the Panamanian flagged, Japanese-owned, Taiwanese-operated ship. Oh, interesting. Yep. Yeah. Became caught in high winds in a sandstorm uh, on the March the 23rd. It went aground on the canal's eastern bank and the stern on the western bank. And then through oh, wow. the use so of... right across yeah. the whole thing. Oh, okay. yeah, it was literally diagonally like that. Shit. Right. Now, it's cost something like $10 billion a day in lost oh, trade. A day? Oh, my God. Egypt is seeking $1 billion in damages just because of the sluice work that they've had to do. $1 billion. New dredging. Uh, well, they are. Oh, Because okay. they're like the, the authority, the right, canal authority. Right. Okay, yeah. So they've had to get the tugs in there and dredging Oh, I see. Equipment. To cover their costs. I see. So they're yep. covering their costs. Yep. The ships that were held up, which was, uh, I think, 40 to 50 or more, as well, yep. they're going to be claiming some damages. Yeah, and then I guess you've just got the the markets at the end of all of those trips. Yep. If you think of the sheer amount of yeah, containers that would have been held back. Yeah, yeah. So the cost of trying to draw a Vijayjay, perhaps, in the Suez Canal. So do you actually think he was doing something cheeky? Nah, but oh. that was probably an innocent He's probably uh, laughing so hard at the cock and balls that he just lost <laughs> sight of where he was going. <laughs> yeah. I reckon maybe, um, I, I hate to bring it up because it wasn't a, a good event. The, do you remember the uh, cruise ship near Italy that time? It was a few years back Is that then. the with the drunk captain? Yeah. And it, oh, and yeah. And actually yeah. capsized. Yeah, that's right. Ground. I do remember that, yeah. And he disappeared. Like, he got yeah, off. Yeah, he got off, yeah. He and took off. Yeah. yeah. They tracked him down there in the end, I think, didn't they? And I'm wondering... Yeah, I think so. If he's driving this one. <laughs> well, I was wondering if it was either a relative... <laughs> yeah. Um, ...or a similar... Maybe like you said, like yeah, got drunk. They got their own little club, and they're having a good old laugh. How many ships can we screw over? Yeah, that's right. A decade, <laughs> and then promptly jumped on a fucking speedboat, got yeah. the fuck out <laughs> of there. Off, yeah. They were wanting Somali pirates ski. to yeah. intercept them. They're <laughs> yeah. like, mate, I'll pay you yeah. ten thousand dollars to take me to the coast. How long has how long has the Suez Canal been there? Did you say? Uh since the I think it was the late eighteen hundreds. Wow, that's yeah. cool. So they actually yeah. cut a path through yeah. the continent. Yeah, wow. Because it's it's a lot of desert out there. Yeah, that's an impressive so, feat, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And joined up the two oceans. Yep. Wow. So on the on the I'm trying to picture the country on the narrow part then. Yep. There where oh, okay yeah yeah yeah. Wow. I can show you on a map. If yeah, you like. go on, mate. That'd be yeah. fascinating for our listeners. <laughs> as it's such a. Do you know visual... what? People no, no. love hearing you be educated. I'll describe it. That's true, actually. Yeah, they do. They go, "Wow, this guy." He's learned something again yes. from Big Waz. <laughs> the only thing I've taught you is that it's Sue and not Sayu Alks. And it's a valuable lesson. And to I'm going to get a T-shirt that says that on it for you. So if, oh, I, yeah, if I, I if I. Come back. So there's Cairo. Yep. There's Egypt. Yep. And then you head through into Israel and Jordan and so on. So you've got this. There's the the two little horns of the Red Sea. Yeah. The, it looks like a vagina. The two horns of the Red Sea. <laughs> so people come through here. Yep. So this section here has clearly a, been dredged out. Tight gap. Yeah. Then they've got some uh, the Great Bitter Lake. Yeah. Looks very wet in there. And then they've they've cut more of this pathway yeah. through here. That's really tight there, isn't it? Up to Port. Said. That's where you come out. It could it? be called yeah. Port Said. You'd come out of there. And I'm not sure. Yep. <laughs> so there's the uh, there's the Suez Canal, mate. Yeah. So if we wow. pull right back, you can see the whole world where it saves the trip. I can show you the world. Because <laughs> whereas before they have to go all the oh, way around. Oh, fuck that, mate. Fuck this that. This one they got straight through there and head straight. I've got bloody there. ships to fucking dock. Of course, the issue is. Yeah. This is where you get the Somali pirates. Oh, in the yeah. Gulf of Aden, 
and the Arabian Sea. They Are intercept. they all Somalian? Could they be from other countries? I'm sure they're from Rwandan other countries, pirates. I think it's very common from Somalia because that's the country that's actually there. Yeah, but they could be Yemeni. Could be a team of Mexicans they could living be, in Somalia. That's true. It could be <laughs> Jabalton yeah. uh, pirates. That's right. Or could Eritrean be Ethiopian, pirates. although well. They'd have to borrow some of that. They'd need to get some food into them first before they do anything, I suppose, don't they? Poor buggers. Probably, mate. Yeah. You've got some chocolate you could share. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. You want some chocolate? I'll get you some and chocolate. It's Turkish delight. Oh, yeah, beautiful. There's turkey. Yeah, Not too I love far turkey. Away, I love eh? a bit of turkey. <laughs> uh, all, right. all right, mate. Well, uh, what do we got here? What do you, uh, I'll get you a drink. All right. Don't be a puss. A little dark humor never hurt anyone. So join me in listening to my favorite, hilariously offensive two Aussies. Fly on the wall podcast. This is Secret DeVos, and I approve this message. <laughs> and we're back in. Uh, okay, we're back with final thoughts. Uh, at the end of this episode, I will be slotting in. So tune in, guys. Don't just click stop as soon as you hear us say be good to your goats, because I will be playing... The second episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Wow. Uh, this week it's all about a true crime about Cindy James. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you listen to it, Warren. Thanks very much. Um, yeah, I feel like it's been a bit of a ram-shackle evening, but I've thoroughly enjoyed the ram and the shackle. Yeah, on the whole, I'd on say the, the same, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke likes listening to me talk about things being on the whole. Yeah, um, he often says it on the podcast thing. But I want to I want to clarify yeah. uh, that it is with a W. Yeah. Just that's the all important factor. O L E H. Yeah. H. Not not a H. Yeah. An H. My wife taught me that and even that's if good. you argue with me Warren about it you can yeah. argue with her because yeah. okay. she is a force to be reckoned with oh, when it I comes know. to the vocab. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna she knows stop. the words. I'm going to leave it alone. Yep, definitely. Yeah. She'll right. cut you from ear to ear. <laughs> And piss on your grave. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Fancy um, making someone that cross about your vocab. Well, people have. Yeah. I suppose people True. lose it. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you understand her motives? What's up? You'd yeah, be like, oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, I'll just you. be standing there laughing. I at warned you, mate. As you slowly ever yeah. away, I'd be just <laughs> laughing and laughing and laughing. Bleeding out from the open throat. They <laughs> go, mate, I told you this. I explained this to you. I told you what she'd do, mate. You fucking H. Um, She's already over there cleaning the, the utensils. She'll be things. cleaning up the blood straight yeah. away before it hits the ground. Yeah, she'll yeah, be cleaning yeah. it. Yeah, she's like that. I'll just cradling my head into yeah. a like ice cream bucket or something. Yeah. <laughs> just making yeah. sure I don't make a mess anywhere. And then we'll sell your carcass to our Matt, the movie reviewer. Oh, yeah, guy. who hangs me and upside hang down you in, in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. It's all full circle, mate, full circle. And he actually lives off the coast of the Suez Canal. Really? Yeah. There you yeah. go, in Port Slade. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I feel like tonight's been a rambunctious, rambunctious yeah, and ramshackle evening. Yeah. Any other R words you'd uh, like to describe? Radical. It? It's been radical. Um, yeah. What else? Riotous. Yeah, riotous. Yeah. That's a good one. A raucous. Raucous. Yeah, yeah very good, um, mate. A ritualistic. <laughs> Sounding a little bit more disturbing. A ravenous. Yeah. A rampant. You like yeah. a bit of rampant? Oh yeah, more um, than a rampant. I mean, you, we've really regaled yes. the uh, audience. <laughs> and I'd say that you've been rigid the whole time. <laughs> Rock hard. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, no, no, yeah, no, it's been good. Good episode. Thanks for coming over, Big Was. No Next worries, week mate. we'll uh, hit the streets. 
and um, I think I think it doesn't necessarily have to be next week, but maybe another pub adventure. Yeah, of course. The pubcast went well. We had quite a few listens on that one. It was good. Um, thanks to everyone who listens to last week's episode. I think most people tuned in because of the title, and it had a cuck story yeah, in no the doubt. title of the episode. So we were up to like 50-something listens within the first few days, I think. So, so you know what, everyone? It may be not necessarily 20 minutes worth of uh, stories, but... Yeah. Maybe we should have the, the sex story yeah. in the episodes. For Send them a while. in, guys. You can Send be anonymous in. or you can basically say you're Warren's brother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they can be fictitious, they can be uh, based on fact. They can have the, yes. the, the main names changed. Something you'd like to do in the not-too-distant future, or it could be something in your past, or it could be something that horrifies you to this day. <laughs> <laughs> Just go for your life. Yeah. Send it in, and we'll make it part of the Fly on the Wall podcast sexy hour. <laughs> <laughs> Big Waz will be sharing his top three <laughs> next week. <laughs> um, yeah, any final thoughts on tonight's episode, Big Waz? Uh, look, it was rambunctious. It was, it was raucous. No, no. It was, uh, it was good, mate. It was good. I think uh, there was some sporadic energy. There was bursts. Yeah, yeah it was. We yeah. were trying to capture it like some yeah. sort of Fisherman. feral lion. Oh, yeah. 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 Like yeah. trying to net it down. I was trying to it. capture you at yeah. dressed as a lion. Yeah. 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 That's right. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you, actually, something triggered me before. Um, Most things do. What's something where you feel you've lost it, lost right. your mind, yeah. when it's been really irrational? And you've thought about it after and gone, that was just fucking stupid. I didn't need to get that angry over something so unworthy. I... Like not enough milk in the bottle. <laughs> you know, like something... No, no, uh, you know what it is? <laughs> it's normally to do with uh, my like work vehicle. Right? Oh, yeah. So I could think of numerous examples with the different work vehicles I've had. It's not yep. like one main problem. With my twin cab that I had, like a, the, the cover on the back. Oh, yeah. I could never quite reach the dead center oh, okay. so from either side or the back. Yeah. So the thing I'd want... Because of your head? <laughs> yes. 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 I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to squeeze that through the window to get me the leverage. Uh, uh, normally just arm length. Yeah. But, um, and, and it would drive it. me insane. Yeah, I'd get oh, really okay. cross because yeah. I'd like, you fucking... <laughs> And then, and then if it wasn't uh, that it was out of reach, it yeah. was that it was jammed oh, by okay. something else. Yeah, yeah. So I'd pull it, I'd, I'd get it in my hand. I'd be like, oh, no worries, this yeah. is great. Start to pull it out, and then something would catch. Oh, yeah. And so, of course, to release that, I'd have to reach past the halfway point. Oh, I? I see. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, you fucking dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, isn't it funny how much you can get angry? Really such trivial, a small thing. Really trivial, Mine, but yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. No, no. I, it's just it's very much like that. They're probably the most irrational I can get. Yeah, mine's similar where it's with work as well. Yeah, um, and it's often in the morning if I'm not fully Customers with it. Saying hello. Yeah, <laughs> just want to cut their heads <laughs> off. Um, no, it's it's usually when I'm loading the car up. Yeah, and I'm, I'm taking stuff out the shed to put it in the back of the truck. Yeah, and I I I'll go to pick something up and drop it. That's right. that's fine the first time. Yeah, yeah. But when I go to pick it up a second time and drop, <laughs> drop it, it. <laughs> I get angry with the thing. Do you throw it and down? And I get angry with myself. Yes. I'm like, come on, what the... Wake up! Wake up! Come on! <laughs> but, yeah, do you throw it down again? No, I think I'll pick it up and just squeeze it really <laughs> right. hard. Like, say it's like a trowel or yeah. a shovel. I just pick yeah. it up and just squeeze it to teach it a lesson. <laughs> I, I, am I holding it now? Have I got it properly now? 
<laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, and then I'll put it in the back of the car a little bit more aggressively than I normally would. Right. I just sort of shunt it in there, you fucking shovel. <laughs> and then uh, if you, I think if you're in a poor mood already, yeah, um, uh, an unwelcomed look from a uh, you know a, oh yeah somebody yeah. passing by or well, especially when they just stare you just stare and i think to myself why well, they're probably wondering why i'm why i'm staring at them yeah that's right <laughs> and and i yeah, always I get ropeable under my breath i'm fucking look at it what the yeah, fuck yeah yeah no i mouth the words at them the i'll just look at them and be like what the fuck are you looking at mate and i'll make it clear that <laughs> right. i'm looking at them and mouthing the words to them and then they'll look away actually i did it this morning <laughs> um because I was cleaning out some some roof guttering to your mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't, don't fuck. Sick off. of your vocabulary, mum. <laughs> no, I uh, and a, a chap turned up, and he just stood there for a moment, looked at me, <laughs> looked at him. Yeah. I was like, "The fuck, man." Yeah. Like that, and just stood there. See, I don't, anyway, I can't stand that kind he of shit. He went. He went away. Came back, and then I I'd gotten down off the ladder by that stage, and I was just uh, walking back that way. Come through. He's going, "Good morning." Was he trying to look up your skirt, maybe? Probably, you yeah. Well, yeah. you know how I wear those really short ones? Yeah, Particularly when I'm on the ladder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like go, to... You've got those legs that go on forever. That's you know, right. Like a stairway to that's heaven. That's right. And most people can ignore the hair. Most <laughs> yeah. people just choose to ignore I like it. to part it down the yes. middle. That's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> people look past the worn, broken knees. And they... they I see them and just think he's a veteran of yes. being on his knees. <laughs> that's right. He knows that's what he's doing, this guy. I, and that's why I've always appreciated your understanding when yeah. it comes to yeah, that stuff. Yeah, you've got to be. I'm gentle with the left and firm with the right. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> you really sell me. Oh, yeah. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> he's got great legs, guys. <laughs> Going cheap tonight. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> no, been a great show. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. You were saying a guy was angry or you... No, so, he just said good morning in the end. I said good morning. How are you going? Was he just some stranger? No, no, he was attending the oh, place that I okay. was at. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, and he said good morning, and I was like, oh, g'day, how are you going? Have a great day. Was this the same dickhead? I think you told no, me no, off no. air last week where he was just standing really close and saying, asking if he oh, no, can no, help no. you with something. No, you were just no. like, get the fuck away from me. No, that was an employee at the place yeah, I was working, okay. and that yeah. was really bothering me. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it was very much within my personal space. Yeah, that's that's why I, I only have Woz's work zone. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, that's fair, highlighted I think around me. Which is that? Yeah, like set up. Right. It's Woz's zone. Do not zone. enter Big Woz's zone. This is the Woz zone. Big Woz zone. Yeah, no, that's why this job suits me down to a T because I do like people, but I like them on my terms. Yeah, you know, so I'm going to see them. Yeah. How are you going? I'm talking to you <laughs> Don't now. Don't ever ask me. I choose you from 11 till about 1, <laughs> yeah, all right? And yeah. then I'm off again. Yeah. If someone tries to come to me in those times, yeah. I get a bit, yeah. I, right. Unless it's like quite often I'll be working outside and like in front garden or something and yeah. a passerby will ask, oh, it almost makes me laugh because they always say, oh, do you garden? I'm like, no, I'm doing brain surgery. Yes. But they, you know, want to see if I can help them with something or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so that that's you swear okay. You that's okay. Yeah. But when I just get, like there was one, I was working at a job in Mont Albert the other day, or last week, there was a couple of builders across the road and they've stopped work and they just decide to stare at me while I'm working. You would see up to And I got my sunnies right? on and I'm sort of looking at the corner of my eye and they're just staring and po- start pointing. And I turned the... Oh, I've got another story for you, actually. You think, what's this criminal doing? <laughs> so I turned the whip snipper off and I, was, yeah. look, I just stared back at them. 
Like just across the road. <laughs> just, just stared at each other for a while and then they sort of must have realised and then they yeah. just went on with their way. And, right. like, and I went back to my work. Um, yeah, today I went into a service station. Right. I bought a couple of Cadbury cream eggs <laughs> and a iced coffee. Great. I went in there and took the stuff up to the counter. I said, g'day, how you going? Nothing. Okay. Gives me nothing. No. Start scanning the items. Yeah. And I said, oh, just, yeah, just these things. And it's still nothing. Right. And then... I said, have a good day. Still nothing. Right. Nothing at all. Didn't acknowledge me, didn't look at me, didn't blink, didn't anything. Did you anything. dive through the window? No, no, no. Happen? This was at the counter. No, no, I mean, that's oh. what I mean. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, and I just said, Kate, got your tongue, mate. And he looked at me and said, what? Sorry, you say what? You say... And I just walked out. Right. Yeah. Did he have a cat on his tongue? He did, actually. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah. But I'm like, yeah. how hard is... Like, you work... Yeah. As a cashier yeah. at a petrol station, he should be grateful for the job. And he should be grateful for my business. He probably thought, I was at the building site earlier and there was a guy remarkably similar to this guy staring at me aggressively from across I've got to go to work after this. And I, I, can't. I can't stand like when they just don't, especially when you say, like um, there was a woman the other day as well yeah. where I was walking somewhere and I was like, morning. And she just completely... Oh, yeah, I was with Willow, my little one, at the park. In the hospital. And walked past this old she woman. She was in surgery. <laughs> She's on a deathbed talking to her family. Yeah. <laughs> Good hey, morning, I said. What's the matter? Cat got your tongue? <laughs> She's like... Sorry. And that's her last word before she cucks it. She's on oxygen. She's All oxygen. right. Okay. It's rapid. You're talking about your daughter. Yeah. And then, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. yeah. So I walked past the woman and said... Morning, and she just completely ignored me. Can you She's, sing that again? Morning. <laughs> she clearly saw me because right. I'm not hard to miss. No. And she saw, she clearly heard me say good morning. Yeah. It was like good morning, like it was pretty loud. There's just, there's something developing here. Though. Good morning. <laughs> I'm wondering if you're imagining these things. <laughs> imagining like the people. We watched the Joker, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he he clearly built up whole oh, yeah, yeah. existence. Bit of sixth sense head. going on as well. Maybe I'm a ghost to them. Yeah. So and the old lady was already she was she already, already gone. Dead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. So I'm yeah. seeing him. Unless you're dead. Like Patrick Swayze ghost. Maybe you're dead. I'm I'm Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, you yeah. are, mate. Wow. Oh, I'm I've dead. always seen you. You're as Whoopi a... Goldberg. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. exactly it. All right. And on that note, <laughs> who's Demi Moore? Um, Glenn Keith. Yeah, Definitely I could keep. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a Katie Lang thing going on. Uh, be good to yourselves. <laughs> be good to yourselves. Be good to your sexy non-binary goats. And we'll see you for episode 104. Yeah. Next week. Wow. Toodles. In this week's episode, I'm going for the category of bad, but it's also extremely sad. In 1989, June 8th, the body of Cindy James, a 44-year-old nurse, was found in a suburb in Vancouver, British Columbia. She'd basically been hogtied and strangled to death, but still to this day, people believe it was actually a suicide. 
When Cindy was only 19, she married a doctor called Dr. Roy Makepeace, who was 18 years her senior. And for the first few years, they actually had a fantastic marriage and got along really well, and neither of them could be happier. However, after a few years, there were problems and cracks started to appear in the, uh, the relationship. Um, there was uh, uh, concerns raised by friends that um, Cindy was seen with bruises and uh, suspicion that maybe Roy Makepeace was um, committing some domestic abuse. However, it wasn't until four months after the divorce settlement that the violence and the incidents really started to kick off. Cindy started to complain to her parents and siblings and friends that she was receiving extremely harassing phone calls of her sexual nature. Often the person would ring and just breathe heavily down the phone. Other times there were some threats made and uh, uh, threats of rape and violence towards her. There was also an incident where um, her house was broken into at one point and her pillow was slashed with a very sharp uh, knife or possibly razor blade. Cindy had called the police on this occasion and um, had said that she suspects that it may be her ex-husband Roy make peace. Roy was questioned, um, but with no real evidence, um, nothing came of it. The harassment continued and Cindy, who was once a vibrant, outgoing personality, uh, suddenly became quite withdrawn and her friends and colleagues and things like that could really see the toll the harassment was taking on her. The harassment escalated and on three separate occasions there were three dead cats found in her garden. Her porch lights were smashed. There was tapping at her bedroom window at all times of the night. She tried calling the police one night to discover her phone lines had been cut. Throughout this period, she started to receive letters at first of harassment, um, but all you know the letters cut out from magazines and newspapers to form the words and sentences rather than any handwriting. And then the letters started turning up on her doorstep. Then one night, Cindy's friend Agnes um, decided to call upon her friend and see if she was okay and try and cheer up because she knew that she was going through some horrible things. She knocked on the door and there was no answer. And she thought mm, she could be possibly taking a bath because she knew she liked taking long, luxurious baths in the evening. So she knocked again, waited for a while, still no answer. The car was in the driveway. She was getting a bit concerned, but she went around to the back, knocked on the door again, nothing. Then she heard a noise in the garage, went to the garage, and that's where she found Cindy crouched down being very, very fearful. So Agnes sort of called to her and said, hey, is everything okay? And that's when Cindy stood up and sort of burst into tears and said, I was attacked. That's when Agnes saw that there was a stocking that had been um, pulled around Cindy's throat and she was obviously in quite a state. Cindy told Agnes that the only thing she saw of her attacker was some white sneakers and suspected that Agnes turning up had scared the attacker away. They made a report to the police, but as there was no real evidence again, nothing could be proven, but Cindy kept saying that it was her ex-husband, Roy Makepeace. Over the next few years, she was tormented constantly, this poor woman, with claimed attacks, um, the same sort of thing, a, a black stocking um, 
tightened around her throat. She had um, uh, plates of raw meat delivered to her workplace, um, horrible notes written to her, we, uh, smashed windows. At one point, even the, the house that she was living in was set fire to. All sorts of things tormenting this poor, poor woman. All the time, she tried to stay positive. She really did. She tried to go to work. She tried to continue with her studies uh, in, in medicine. She just kept trying to power on, but the the escalation of the violence towards her just continued. At one stage, she came home to find her dog that had been strangled as well, but it was still alive and was so scared that it was sitting in its own feces. The harassment and the attacks became so frequent that the police stopped believing Cindy. They just openly said to her, look, it, it, it sounds too far-fetched. There's, there's never any substantial hard evidence and they really started to question Cindy. Therefore, Cindy took matters into her own hands and hired a private detective, a private investigator, to help her. Now, this guy, Ozzy, became a bit of a hero in Cindy's eyes, and he obviously had a bit of a soft spot for her as well, a bit of a damsel in distress situation, because he really went above and beyond to try and help her. He investigated her ex-husband. He would even like get her to call him when she was going to bed or if she was going out. I don't know if he developed any you know personal feelings towards her as such, but he was very, very protective of her and did everything he could to try and look after her. Unfortunately, despite Ozzy's uh, best attempts to protect Cindy, uh, the harassment continued and the attacks continued and continued to escalate by all accounts. So much so that one night Ozzy came to uh, check in on, on, on Cindy and found her on the floor of her bungalow uh, with a knife through her hand. So it had gone so hard through her hand that it had pierced her hand and basically pinned her to the hardwood floor. In the same hand was a note, uh, so the knife had gone through the note and through the hand, that read, you are dead, bitch. And poor Cindy also had the sa uh, another black stocking around her throat. Police were called, obviously, and were so convinced that Cindy had staged the whole thing that they didn't even bother taking any fingerprints. The next notable attack uh, came a little while after. She was found six miles from her home, um, shivering, uh, almost uh, suffering with hypothermia, uh, pretty much naked, black and blue from bruising, only wearing a man's work boot and, uh, and a glove and had the same um, signature black stocking tied tightly around her throat. Understandably, Cindy's mental health was deteriorating, slowly but surely. Her friends were so concerned that they did um, commit her to a psychiatric hospital at this point. Cindy again pointed the finger at her ex-husband, Roy Makepeace, and this time the police seriously started to investigate him. Uh, during interviews, he denied everything, obviously, and during interviews, he actually said that he had suspected that Cindy had a split personality disorder and had had it for quite some time due to um, unspoken um, childhood trauma. Sometime later, Cindy went to a shopping mall to get some groceries. She wasn't seen again for two weeks. Police found her car at the shopping mall with all the groceries in the boot. 
Sadly, Cindy was found, Cindy's body was found in the garden of an abandoned house that um, often uh, uh, frequented by squatters and homeless people and things like that. It was quite a high traffic area as far as foot traffic. Um, So it was very surprising that no one had found her sooner. Um, Her body, in fact, was found literally two to three meters away from a campsite of a um, you know a, a homeless person who had been cooking his dinner just meters away from where Cindy's body was found. She had been found with the same uh, black stocking signature stocking uh, tied tightly around her throat and this was also tied to her hands and her feet behind her back so if you know what hog tying is that's essentially how she was found there were also several needle marks in her arms um, and uh, the testing of her blood showed that she had high levels of morphine injected into her Um, unfortunately no needles were found around her body at all the royal canadian mounted police the chaps in the red tunics and the the you know the full brim hats you know the ones i mean um claimed that it was either a suicide or a uh, just a severe accident uh, this was ruled out by the coroner who stated that the cause of death was an overdose of morphine the police opinion is generally that cindy was doing all these things to herself either for attention or because of a um, undiagnosed split personality disorder friends and uh, family all believe that it was more than that and that cindy was in a in good spirits she wasn't depressed despite all these things happening she tried to stay upbeat um still very warm and welcoming to people always helpful to people and had no reason to bring this upon herself at all now this is all very horrible and that's why it's in the bad category because it's it's horrible but it's also incredibly sad sad because it's a loss of life of course sad because someone may have done this to her but also extremely sad if she did this to herself now i'm undecided i don't know i I don't know all the hard facts so after hearing and reading this story i'm still undecided um what do you think let us know the fly on the wall podcast one one at gmail.com